Hey, this is Roger, and you're listening to the All-Star Comics Podcast. If you follow us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, you know that this is episode 25, and things have already gotten crazy. <laughs> What's up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the All-Star Comics Podcast, powered by Horizon Comics. I am your host, Jonathan Cote, and joining me on the panel tonight are... Blake Starling. Roger May. Blaine Longjohn. And producing, as always, is Matt Lubick. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Hi, Matt. Uh, in case you're wondering, this is episode 25 and everything has just gone off the rails already. Anniversary issue. Yeah, it's the anniversary issue, essentially. We're all in our little PJ uh, party here for this episode. Blaine's, Trinity. Yeah, the Trinity. Blaine is we in a lovely, on. lovely Wonder Woman They had a 9 at Walmart on sale in the ladies' section. It, it's <laughs> not, it looks good. I mean, it does it not look good, Roger? I like it. No Thank complaints you. over here. No, it's, like it. it's I'm great. A fan. It's I'm a great. fan. You look beautiful like a rose I would keep. <laughs> Thank you. Like in a book? <laughs> Absolutely. That's cool. If you've never listened to this show before, I'm so sorry about for what you're about to hear. Um, but we are a review Own show. It. Yeah. Own it. Own it, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We are a review show. We always review one of the big, or both the big two books, I guess you could say, or a book from the big two each week, one from Marvel, one from DC, and then we do an independent book this week. It's Image. It's usually Image, uh, since they have so many, but that's what we're going to go with tonight. And then we'll do some news. We'll do a graphic novel review later, and you guys, you guys know. So without further ado, let's go ahead and start this, and uh, I believe... Our, our guest this week, Mr. Blake Starling. Has Hi, to, Jonathan. Hi. Has to pitch this uh, this book. What's what are we what are we talking about here, Blake? Well, first off, I didn't know that Annual Superman was coming out this week, so I was really surprised. Yeah. And then when I started reading it, I was even more surprised <laughs> because I didn't look on the cover and I was like, Swamp Thing's in it? And then Blaine pointed out. Oh, my gosh. Blaine pointed so out. He goes, you realize Swamp Thing's on the cover? And I go, I wasn't paying attention to the cover, <laughs> so give me a second. But essentially, Superman Annual, written by uh, Peter Tomase or Peter as I, Tomato. As my phone likes to autocorrect to Peter Tomato. Mm-hmm. It's okay if you yeah. want to call him Tomato. Yeah. Tomato, um, Tomato. He Tomasi. got to write the annual, which is cool because he's writing Superman. I, I just want to say, Tomasi, by the time he's done writing Superman, I think he'll have a legendary run. Agreed. He's he's been absolutely killing it. Yes. And he's writing Super Sons coming in February. Which I'm really stoked about. Yeah. Same artist yeah. from this book, too. Same oh, yeah. Team. I mean, he writes Batman good. He writes Damien good. Yep. Yeah, the, his arc right now is beautiful. So, but anyway, go um, ahead. A- Annual is essentially it's a one shot story, mm-hmm. as annuals are. Yep. And um, essentially, he's meeting up with Swamp Thing. Something's going on in, in a field or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just, just I'm not as good. At, <laughs> wouldn't it there's, be like a swamp? There's yeah. a threat. There's a threat. It's he a, a swampy farmer, field. Everything in a mosh, the, the town, if you will, in that area that they're in, right. is, is essentially dying. Right, it's, it's not doing good. Like a desert, kind of like it's the very AV. Similar, very similar, but this is <laughs> Hamilton <laughs> County, so it's very rural. I wanna, right. I want to point out I'm one from thing. Hamilton County. Are you really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Um, anyway, I want to point out there is one little thing. If you follow, if you've been following Tomasi's run since they did the rebirth thing, there was an image in that first in the in the very first the not the not the rebirth issue, but the actual number one of that story. The handprint on the mm, ground it turned yep. blue, and I thought 
Okay, that's that's something that they got to come to later. That gets answered in this. That kind of that's sets what up. causes yeah, the, swamp thing, the drought yeah. in the Hamilton County. Everything's going dead. You get the idea because of Superman putting his hand in the ground. His version of the Kamehameha. It's beautiful. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was right. Well, he's drawing too much power from the sun. Right. More than the old guy did, and it was affecting the area around him. Kind of similar to the Superman we read about in our graphic novel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Kinda. Kinda. Swamp Thing keeps saying he said you're not like the other Superman. Yeah. Yes, he does. Your energy he's, is different. It's very, yeah, yeah, he's not attuned <clears throat> to this universe. He's vibrating, I think, at a different frequency is what mm-hmm. they said. So um also let's let's give the artist some props because we, yes. we said Tomasi is the writer. Jorge Jimenez, another seems to be like he's gonna be one of those breakout artists mm-hmm. for DC because they've been throwing him on a lot of stuff and they're is he giving on Superwoman too. No, that was uh Phil. Philip oh, that's Philip it. Jimenez. I'm sorry. Um this guy, he's 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 great. Yes. Um, he's been doing the like little in-between stuff, one-shots for the Tomasi run. Mm-hmm. He's done other stuff, but he's going to be the official artist. This is the creative team for Super Sons. Absolutely. Oh, so, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. He's beautiful, man. The way he draws Swamp Thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Like the details, how he makes um, Superman's cape sway and everything like that, just the little details that he adds He's in there the one that came up with the character design for Jonathan Kent. Are you serious? Yeah. This, oh, that's this awesome. guy's a, he did his homework too. He, yeah. Uh, if you if you look at this book and you notice the way that it's laid out, it's laid out like a Swamp Thing comic is. Mm-hmm. There's lots of like vines and weird stuff, and they use Superman's cape to break up the panels. Yep. That's very very reminiscent of the Alan Moore Swamp Thing. Everything was super stylized, like yeah. crazy. What's funny? This oh, is yeah. the first time I've seen Jimenez do that. Yeah, and it's it's an homage to that so in a lot of ways. A, I'm glad you read this, it's, Blaine. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, this this double this page this is here. one of the this is the best book I think that's probably come out this week, and I haven't read anything else yet. Except for Batman, I, I don't even. I, I, it's going to be tough, mm. man. This is insane. No, it's. I, I have to agree with you. And there's some good books out. There's Seven to Eternity out this week. Ugh. There's some yes. great books. Yeah. Number three, right? But uh, this yep. this was mm-hmm. in, insane for me personally. It was. I it I was, was I was glad I that you were able to be on this this show because of the fact that Swamp Thing was yeah. the the second character mm-hmm. in in uh, he's the Superman. De- book. He's definitely one of my favorites. The so, green man in terms, yeah, I, it's all that stuff. I, you know, one of the things I loved is because the they kind of they kind of fight a little bit because there's like a, a little communication mm-hmm. breakdown between <laughs> Swampy <laughs> and, and uh, Clark. Swampy, yeah, Swampy, <laughs> um, and. Swamp Thing kind of tries to fuse with him to communicate better, like he what's does. going on. Yeah, essentially. But the, I love well, the well. Superman's trying to. He's like, no, I'm not having any of this. And Swamp Thing's like, yes, <laughs> you're yes, having, you, are. you are. It's really cool. You're getting all of it. To get to see <laughs> how powerful Swamp Thing is for him yep. to be able to make Superman do something that Superman didn't want to do. And this isn't even yep. the new Fifty Two Superman. This is the badass Superman yeah. who's, who's gone toe-to-toe with yeah. just about any and everything. What I loved, though, it's a testament. Is, is when he finally, when Swamp Thing finally gets him, the stylized Superman Swamp Thing. Underwater. Yes. Yeah, and the little was, tendril yeah, and the, the little, curl. The, the, the oh, it was beautiful, the, man. The curl. That, was that was great. great. Yeah. yeah. There's and, a... Yeah. Or no, what no, were you going to say? Go ahead. Oh, I, I love how you, you get another piece of that rebirth puzzle. Yes. You know what I mean? They delve yes. into that. They're giving us, I think we were talking about this. You said that um, they want to make it a slow burn. Yeah. It's and you're a getting slow these burn. little tidbits of things here and there. And that's what's great. It, it made it worth picking up the annual. You yeah. know Absolutely. Because I mean? yeah. a lot of times you, you, uh, with the annuals, you don't necessarily have to get it to, to be within yeah. the main story. It's you like can, a fun thing. You can just kind of like, okay, that's five bucks I don't need to spend. This is a little bit of both. This is, yeah. You get a good you don't one have shot. To read this to but, know what's going on. 
but it, there's a payoff in it. They, huge they reward payoff. you for picking it up. Huge payoff to yeah, it. Yeah, and it, it it stays absolutely 100% within continuity. Yes. yes. I mean, on the very last page, you have you have Clark and Lois and John at the dinner table, and it's like, you know, all of this relates to everything that's going on in the Superman book. Yeah. You know, it pulls from all of that, and it, it you know, it's a cohesive story. Yeah. Yep. That, and one of my favorite... Uh, you go ahead. Oh, so I was going to say, because you were talking about the dinner table, I don't know if you were going to talk about that too, is that last scene where he goes, he goes, uh, yeah, I still yep. got to mow the lawn, and he's like, let it grow a little bit. Yeah, and I he doesn't even say it. anything. That yeah. was great. Tomasi so is small. So sometimes you, gotta let the, you just got to watch the grass grow. Grow, Tomasi yeah. Tomasi knows That's how great. to make you laugh. Yeah. He's good at it, man. His Damien is hilarious. He can I think Clark it's because he's a father too. Like yeah. He, he yeah. knows how to write the son so well because oh, he yeah. has sons. Yep. The family and, dynamic yeah, is incredible. And, yeah, and so he writes Clark as a father real well because he's a father too. So that was one of my favorite moments in the in the book. So mm-hmm. amazing um, book. Yeah. yeah. Do we want to do star ratings? You got something else? No, no, no. It's I want I want I want you to go first. I want you to give us my star, star rating for this first. One? Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna give this five stars. Five perfect comic for me. I'm Art was great. Story was great. The layouts, the page layouts were perfect. It was everything I needed it to be. Nice. That's where I'm at. Five stars for the exact same reasons. I think this is going to Great be art, great story, a lot of fun, everything a comic should be. I'm going to give it a five, and I think I know where you're going to go Oh, with you know where I'm This is a Superman book right now, man. I think when you give your rating, we all need to simultaneously give each other high fives. All right, five out of five. Five <laughs> out of five. <laughs> That's beauty right there. Yes. That's uh, bonding. Yeah, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> <laughs> this is... Yeah, this is absolutely a great book. We have um, plenty of these left in the shops. One of the things for for everybody that's uh, customers in-house here, they know we use Comixology for the pull list. Comixology doesn't automatically pull us annuals. I'm glad you brought this for the up. people who subscribe to Superman. And we, you know, we ordered it's as so many of this book as worth. we did our pulls, and we have too many left on the shelf. For everybody that is reading Superman, you need this book. Yeah. You need it in your life. So come it. in. Yes. Come in, pick it up, call me, tell me you want it added to your polls. We'll take care Amazing of it. Amazing book. Yeah. Amazing book. You don't even have to be reading this series. I can't wait, to, I can't wait for Super Sons. Yeah, me neither. Really yeah. That's going to be the, the premiere book, I think, yeah. that's going to be out. Um, it, Peter Tomato, man. <laughs> Peter <laughs> Tomato. All the way. Oh, my freaking phone. All right. Um, let's go to Image. Roger. Did you finish this to pitch it? I did. <laughs> okay. I, I, I awesome. just I, I just finished it like three wait minutes ago. <laughs> um, yeah. So this is this is uh, Deadly Class issue number twenty four by Rick Remender and some guy with a last name Craig. Anybody want to? West Craig, help me out. Yeah, West Craig. West Craig. Okay. Sorry, Wes. No offense. Uh, I do it to everybody. <laughs> um, okay. So Jonathan and I were were talking about this book earlier yeah. this morning and yeah i read the first graphic novel uh of the deadly class series and it was really good but it it, it really wasn't my thing so i didn't continue reading it and so now this is 18 issues later i'm coming in and i'm, I'm glad jonathan that you told me well kind of what yeah only you know, because i was i was current on trades so i i and i realized that i hadn't gotten the fourth trade so when i cracked into this there was major a lot of, stuff went down. Yeah, there was a lot of why did I why didn't I stay current? You know, because yeah. I kind of spoiled what happened in the last trade. Matt, have you have you read volume four? I don't read Deadly Class. Okay. Um, Do we well, want to spoil it? Guy. Yeah. No. Uh, I think it's a spoiler that will 
probably yeah, we can't really get around people. No, yeah. yeah, but the main character from from the, the first, first three, three volumes, volumes is yep. dead. They not just him, uh, but his me. his but entire his entire class. class. Right, the upperclassmen slaughtered them. Yep. and that's and, and that's as a kinda, test. Yep. Yeah, that's why they brought in the lower class. Yep. And that, right, lower and, and that's where it's kind of important in in setting up the the pitch for this book because it's all about the new characters in the freshman class coming in and who they are and what they're about and, and where they're from. And so it's kind of, I mean, it's starting fresh. There's, you know, there's one character in here that, that seems to be kind of a focal point. She's, uh, was it Saya's um, protege or yeah, her pledge, pledge? Her pledge. Her pledge. Uh, is Senzel, and she's from, I think, Ethiopia. Kenya or uh, something like that. Yeah, and, and you know, a, several pages of the issue are dedicated to her writing a uh, letter to her parents and which which provides an avenue for giving backstory for this class and who these characters you know what they're like what she thinks of them uh and zenzel's kind of a an underdog character so i you know i kind of liked her um, and she's like actually good yeah yeah she's actually, so we we're so we're led to believe yeah 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 so and didn't they they believe. compare her to Marcus? That essentially she's kind of like how Marcus his background was. He was basically didn't they a say street he was like rat. a street rat? Yeah. And they yeah aren't they putting it up to where she's like supposed to be like a lamb for the slaughter essentially? Yeah. yeah. She's the new plan. Yeah. yeah. But she doesn't know it. None but. of the freshmen know it when yeah. they get brought in. Yeah. And I think how you become the upperclassmen is you have to survive being slaughtered and take down an upperclass. I I'm guessing that's how the hierarchy works. Yeah. So. Because Saya now has become kind of a focal point of the the comic as well. She's whereas, the main character. Whereas Marcus was kind of our our focal point from before. Right. So. And I, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure what to think. I mean, you know, talking to you this morning, Jonathan gave me a little bit of framework in which to judge this book um, as a comic itself. It was, it was good. It wasn't great. Um, the art's okay. Uh, I mean, I could I could see any number of artists doing this book. Um, some of the humor, I think, for me is a little bit off. You know, the page I'm on right now, the guy, you know, <laughs> the fart. Just yeah, you didn't the, like the fart story. Oh, I love the fart. fart the fart story, the fart story was, was, was hilarious. Was, I know, yeah, see, hilarious. I, I know. Yeah, is it pulling and out of the story a little bit? Not. Okay. Yeah. It I was more know. the dialogue that that character used to describe. The yeah, it was poetic. That made he's it an so e, he's funny. An East yeah. German. That who, whoever was going to get Just, on this elevator probably deserved it because they were only going to go up one floor. Please, <laughs> you know, I, please, yeah, Dark Lord, I, I, don't let it hold for a little bit longer within my yeah. loins. It's awesome, man. I, I get it's it, awesome. but yeah. but I was also apart. cramming to finish yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, was yeah. like, oh, whatever. Please finish. Um. But you know, all in all, I mean, it, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a good book. I don't it's think tremendous. it's a great book. Um, the, his character development in in this story, I think, is fascinating. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he really developed some, some great, unique characters in in this really wacky world. And we should like, note that the this is set in nineteen. 19- 88. 88 or 89 now? It's about to it's, I think 90s. it said 88 because she's writing in her diary yeah. and it's like October. 1988. Oh, yeah. It is 1988. Because the first, yeah. the first volume, I think the first three volumes took place in 87. Yep. Okay. So I yeah, think Remender said he was a teenager in the 80s. That's yeah. why he That's why wanted he it. Okay. This, That's cool, this though. Era. You can tell he's got love for the era because he yeah. grew up in that era. What was yeah, that yeah, page he's a punk you were showing me? Um, the, the, where they're at the Halloween party. Yeah, with all the all RoboCop the and everybody's in there. RoboCop, you got Rambo, Hulk Hogan. That's cool. Yeah. And the reveal at the end where they're 
Am I allowed to spoil? Yeah. yeah. Where they're all essentially assassins. Yes. And then you see, like, the guy who was Hulk Hogan, like, ripping his shirt open because he's getting ready to fight. Like, I thought that was <laughs> that was in cool. a Yakuza bar. Yeah. And awesome. then, like, you see Jason and not uh, Freddy, like, there. sitting there, like, yeah. oh, sh- oh, what's going on? You know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> no? Eh. Okay. Yeah. I, I like the Seven to Eternity is the first uh, Remender book that I'm really sticking with monthly. Mm hmm. With everything else with Remender, um, and this is uh, this is partly due because of how big my pull list is with everything else. Um, but with with most of Remender stuff, I just, just grab them in trades, and then I end up triple dipping, double dipping on whatever hardcover comes out and whatnot. Yep. Because I I genuinely like Remender He's a, a lot. Writer. Great um, writer. So I was really mad at myself that I forgot to get that fourth trade right. reading this because I felt like I got screwed. <laughs> Now going back to read right, the fourth like, oh, trade, right. that final well, like it's in your pool now. Yeah, so. I put it. That was one of the things that when we were talking about, I was yeah. like, just put it in there. I, now, now I got to see all the details up to this. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the things that I, I wished I stuck with. But man, I, uh, more than I more than too. anything, this this book I think really shows the breadth of of talent that Remender has as a writer. Yeah, because if you you know you read you read Black Science. You read Seven to Eternity. Whoa. You read Low. You know they're they're these they're are all, all different books, but they different. all have kind of a, a, a sci-fi and and fantasy feel to it. And this is this is outside of that box. And he does it he does it extremely well. I mean, he creates compelling characters, um, his his plot lines, and he's and for for at least three fourths of the demographic, <laughs> he's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. So I you know props for that. Yeah. It's a, it was a fun book. And I got to say, like, I think you said this, like, he's got some cojones killing off a character that he makes you kind of get invested in for the first three trades. You yeah. feel bad for that character, dude. He's homeless. and Yeah. The mo- well, the fascinating thing for me, and maybe yeah. you guys will have some, okay. some, you know, something to add for this. I thought that the character of Marcus was supposed to exemplify him as a teenager. Oh, I think he says yeah, that. In, I, thought, I right. think he says that in a foreword. He does it what is it afterward? <laughs> so what does it say He's a dark that dude. he goes through this you know this story arc you know three three volumes worth of story into the fourth and then he kills the character that embodies himself as that as a teenager. I mean that's that's fascinating I'm like well because I know I mean I think that we, is dark it's almost think, like you going through that idea of like I would kick this but crap like, out of that ha- version what, of what, me what happened right? what happened in his real life to say that yeah okay this is where I died inside I think I think part of it is, is or is it just him having fun and saying, yeah, I think I'm he done just with is my a, part of the story. Let's kill me off and, and yeah, I think he's characters. just a master storyteller. Yeah, I think Rick Remender just really wants a hug <laughs> at the end of it all. Uh, Rick Remender's a punk rock kid. He's he's fine. He doesn't need a hug. He doesn't need a hug. He's tough. But I, I think because I think he said in interviews that he had a rough upbringing. Yeah, he did. And this is his version of like getting it out. Like he, I don't know. At some point, he wished that he could get this rage out, and he wanted to become an assassin or something like that. Is that where he's going with it? Maybe. I, I enjoy it, though, because you can tell that his heart and soul is in the story. You know what I mean? This is something oh, personal with, to with him. With most of his stuff, it feels like that. Yeah. Yeah. You guys read yeah. any of the letters columns? He talks oh. about him not working for the big two anymore. Mm-hmm. Or, the, yeah. or essentially really? Marvel. Yeah. He talks about and it. He's just how much that he loves doing, doing his own thing. image. Yeah. 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 I follow him thing. on Twitter. And yeah, same he, thing. He's so happy on Twitter not writing for Marvel. He loves it. Oh, yeah. He loves writing whatever he wants. Mm. They always ask him all the time, when are you going to come back? Have you ever thought about, is there any story in the big two that you want? He's like, no, I tell the stories I like to tell. 
That's he's cool. real. Yeah. That's and he's not, and it's that. no superheroes. You know, it's all now. Just, I mean, for for the fans out there, it's tough because dude, I I, I he, love his look, uncanny there, X there Force. There are plenty of writers at, at at Marvel right now that just aren't doing the job. Yeah. and he was one. I mean, the last truly great Marvel book I think I read was well outside outside of. I mean, Hickman's Secret Wars, it, it was uh, good, and everything that yeah. led up to it, it was good. But New it, Avengers still, was good. Man. To me, it still, it still kind of paled in comparison to Remender's Uncanny X-Force. That was good. And not paled is, is, not, a, is not a good. I, Remender's run on Uncanny X-Force is still Captain a Captain America? You, you can't take years. away from Hickman's Avengers, New Avengers simultaneous yeah, so run good. that he was or, doing. I yeah. can. I can take away from Bro. it, and only, be, only because Marvel stepped in. Not Hickman's writing. He obviously falls into it, but was it was falling falling prey to Marvel going, hey, hey, dude, we we need Thanos in this story. Oh, the Infinity stuff. Throw, mm-hmm. throw yeah. Thanos in here. Yeah, because and you can tell it's completely ad hoc, and and Hickman had no plan for Thanos or Thane or anything, and Marvel said, hey, do this for us, and he did. Well, and he, and he, you know, look, hey, you know, that's carrying the company water. That's cool. That's yeah. fine. But but that's the part you cut out that crap, and 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 that run is epic. It's amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing run. But not to take anything away from the Hick or from the Remender Uncanny X Force run because that was insane, dude. That was like four years of awesome. That was that's that true. was one of the few X books that I was like, yes. Best X Men book that's been out yeah. for Best Deadpool that's been written ever. in twenty yeah. years. Ever. One of ever. my favorite Remender stories, Blaine actually pitched it to me, was uh, Rage of Ultron. Oh, that yeah, was a that's good. A great that's one. a good, good dream team. You sold one. you sold me that. I remember in the store coming in, and you're like, "Dude, you got to pick this up." And it had um, uh, Jerome Opinion. Yep. Right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. His current and they're on seven two eternity. The dream team, right there, man. They were great. The art was then, beautiful you know, on that. Okay, if he if he's if he's fine, never writing for Marvel again. I'm fine too because we get you know Awesomeness we get like all this. the other stories. Yeah. It's know, a diverse big. palette too that he has yeah. that you can choose from. Yep. So I'm down with that. Cool. Star ratings. Huh. Two and a half stars for me. Okay. It was okay. Blake? I'm going to go the middle road. I'm going to say three. <laughs> are you, are, are I think you, two are and a half sure? is middle. Yeah. Oh, okay. So slightly above middle? Two and a half and three quarters. God dang it. He's Jeez. the second person Blake, to do this. On why this Why no. are you doing this, Blake? I'm the second person? I did it first. So. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so get an original thought. It's like 2.75 okay. or 3.75. <laughs> I'm going to give it an 8.5 <laughs> because I do things at on a 10, 10 scale. scale. At 100, <laughs> it's a 100-point scale. Oh, 100-point scale. Okay, <laughs> eight, so no, I would 8. say. 8.5 is out of 100. Okay, that's true. That's true. Yeah. 8.57. Go. Divided by 2. Six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's your real number out of five? Three. <laughs> First time we did. Lane. Uh, three. I was. It was cool for me. I liked it. It's a cool book. I'm a couple. Uh, couple issues behind, but I enjoyed it. Shake my hand. We agree. Validation. We agree. Validation. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good book. I liked it. I'm gonna Fun. say. Uh, I'm gonna say three also because I was. <laughs> I was so angry at myself that I didn't get the fourth trade before I read this and jumped. That way I would have at least known, like, I agree with what was that. coming. Because it literally, like, kind of broke my heart. I was like, what? What? <laughs> when you were what? reading it, did you have this moment? You open up and you were like, Marcus. Yeah. Like, I, was, I was like, where what? are you? Because I have the first three volumes yeah. and they're incredible. And then I, re- I was like, what? Yeah, as much yeah. of a jerk as Marcus is, I got used to it. Yeah, I admit, so, I cried like you. Yeah, yeah. you know, we did held each other cried? for a little bit. I think yeah. a little bit. Yeah. So the Trinity, three, three, three. Yeah. <laughs> Give me your hand, it, brother. It, Give me your hand. All right. All right. Okay. Let's uh, let's go to the <laughs> this is 
so out of control. I'm gonna I'm gonna remind everybody. I'm the only one wearing my uh, my jammies too. Everybody it is else. way too hot. I had they a shop to jump keep a on. snuggie on. These guys broke character. Blaine's the real fan. Thank you. Thanks, guys. I would have gladly opened the door. <laughs> totally. Okay. Which, you know. I'm burning up. Excuses. Yeah. I'm sorry. It was, was right. a, it was leg day. It was leg day. Oh, I don't. No. Don't 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 hate. I'm not hating. Hate. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Use your knees. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's. Get, since you're talking, go ahead and pitch me. All right. Uh, the so Marvel we book. jump over to our Marvel book. It's uh, Inhumans versus X Men Zero. Yes, Blaine. By uh, Charles Soule and Kenneth Rockefeller. I don't know the guy's name on the cover, but uh, that doesn't matter. I think it's kind of Rockefeller too, right? Rockefeller. So this story is uh, a lead up out of the uh, the death of X storyline that they did, where uh, Cyclops is dead. And uh, this story is uh, it's not bad. It's it's okay. There's uh, there's a lot of cool stuff. They're setting up this uh, this war that's essentially going to happen between the Inhumans and the X Men. Uh, Cyclops is dead. Spoilers. He was killed, well, presumably by a Black Bolt, but that actually didn't happen. Uh, you, it's revealed that Emma Frost actually creates a, a psychic projection of Scott that's destroyed by Black Bolt. And Scott was actually killed by the Terrigen yep. mists. It, it slowly was poisoning him. It's almost like smallpox for them. And uh, Emma is pissed. Mpox. Mpox. Mpox, that's what they call it. And uh, Emma's pissed off. She wants to get revenge and... Uh, she goes on this little adventure in this book, uh, trying to gather up people to her side. She right. goes to Magneto. She goes to, I think, what is it, Storm mm-hmm. and her yeah. crew in Limbo. And she's trying to and gather. And Young Beast. And Young Beast, too, which yeah. is the all new ridiculous, but whatever. Uh, there's a weird scene with uh, Emma Frost and Young Cyclops that is weird. Just weird. It's kind of like when. Can you uh, describe it to us? It's it's the same scene that when uh, young Jean Grey meets old man Logan. Yeah. It's awkward and it doesn't need to be there. It's like the Iceman scene at the club. It's, just <laughs> right. it's weird sexual innuendo that's like, okay, why did you do this? The Dairy Queen scene. Yes. But let, but, but let me just say, I love that they're taking Emma back to the dark side. I'm. I wish that they she, would do that with some other characters. In yeah. Too. She's a great villain. There's. <laughs> She's There's this awesome, they, probably probably the most awesome part of the book for me. The was, cliff. Yeah, yes. she's she's jumping off the cliff, and timing and it's herself. Like, what are you doing? And then all yeah. of a sudden, you know, she hits her, you know, diamond, diamond form, form. Yep. and crashes into the. It's uh, cool because yeah. it plays in later. Yeah. She meets Magneto and she kind of is pulling the strings and she pisses Magneto off, and Magneto throws a knife at her. Well, he, she tells him. Yeah, right. she right. she's says, like, at some point, yeah, I want I want you to throw something yeah. at me. Large and, uh, and metallic. The whole reason yeah, she large. was jumping off the cliff was to Practice. get faster at changing, into, changing her into her diamond form. Right. When she deals with black Basically, bolt. you know, readying for battle. Yeah. You know, getting getting herself in peak form. They're outnumbered. Because they all shot. know Black Bolt is stronger than most of them. Right. Well, not so. to mention that they're also outnumbered, like 10 to 1. Yeah. So are, are they insinuating that there's – so they're saying basically there's more in humans now. Oh, And absolutely. they're basically like – Mutants times two. The mist yeah. that is being okay. distributed upon Earth creates yeah. new Inhumans. Dormant humans it will kills. become Because I've been out of the like Inhumans in the X yeah. game for and a while. And it kills, it kills the mutants. X-Men. It right. either right. gives them the M-pox disease or kills them on site. Okay, so it's like radiation for them or it something kills like them. that, yeah. right? It's bad. Instantly. Like instantly? Yes, Beast okay. is trying. And the whole issue simultaneously, Beast is trying to figure this out with, uh, what's her name? Medusa. No, the no, no, no. Yeah, she, she's an Inhuman herself, right? Yeah, Soul created her. I love Beast, though. I do have to say, Beast... 
He's one of my favorite. I don't X-Men. even know who that is in this book. <laughs> you don't? No, that's you don't not like me. the way that he. Well, he wrote B, why would you work with the enemy? I don't get it. Like I, I get that he's, he's a, a humanitarian. He's a humanitarian well, for you, science, but <laughs> when you're when your team leader that you grew up with. No, basically, oh, hey, look, Beast, Beast was on the Avengers first. He was on and, the well, Avengers actually, first. No, that's not true. I mean, he was in his in his hairless state. He was an <laughs> yeah. X-Men. X-Men, man. And then he became an Avenger for a long time. He's been yeah. on both sides. And even even back during, like, Endangered Species, you know, um, after the, the House of M. Right. Thing, Beast is trying to, to find okay. a cure. And for him, it's, I, it's all about the science and helping, you know, everybody. Right, you know, and I, I don't, I don't think he views it as us and them. I think he views it as we, and that's where he's kind of on his own path. Well, right. It also spun because the of, other sides are against each other. What it was also, this? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. It also spun out of Uncanny X Men from Bendis because everyone was mad at him for bringing the all new X Men in, and so he left because no one liked him anymore. Basically, at the end of that run. They were all yelling at him for a whole issue. What a just, great idea, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, yeah. And, and here's the thing, yeah. and that's that jumps back so. to my point of Beast being out of character. Why in the hell would Beast bring back four X-Men from the past? Because he thought it was going to help swell relations <laughs> and make things. He, he brings yeah. back the original crew of X-Men because he figures that young Scott Summers can talk some sense into old Scott Summers. Right. Yeah. That is the most ridiculous thing yeah. I've ever heard in my life. That's Bendis you, if, right if, now. If, yeah, for all you listeners out there that have got some X-Men history point. under your belt, every time travel story the X-Men have ever been involved in ends badly. Yeah, yeah. yeah knows. that's true. And right yeah. now what he's doing with the Inhumans, it's just for me, it doesn't, it's like Magneto in this book. It right. doesn't feel like Magneto. Well, talk about Magneto real quick because you brought up I don't even, he's a good guy now. He's nice. There is one cool part in this book that i like is when he's talking to emma frost and they're about to throw the thing and he says um am i allowed to read it word for word okay he said uh this platform weighs a thousand tons and i'm balancing it atop a spire a spear a spire Spire, i can't read a meter wide (laughs) he's like i like to remind my team my capabilities from time to time i thought that little tidbit was cool because it just shows like how cool of a character he still is as cool as that is yeah. The Magneto that we know, especially... He's the, a murdering psychopath. That's it's from the 90s. It's the Axis the thing, minute, this... The minute Scott, he found out Scott Summers was dead, another yeah. mutant, regardless of if it was somebody that he w- was his enemy, quote-unquote, or not, or yeah. not, like a mutant that was killed. Full-scale war. He he would have been by himself just... It's, <laughs> it's like, all just, That's true. You yeah. know? And Axis is... You can you can point to Axis for being the reason, like, Sabretooth is so chill and everybody's yeah, so Yeah, like, he's back. a good guy now, Axis too. Axis kind of changed some of the guys mm-hmm. and the bad guys and stuff like that. And Magne- Magneto actually got depowered a little bit from it. Yeah. But uh, I, I just don't recognize him. And that mm. that's that's just my own personal thing. I don't think it's Soul's fault though. It's kind of the Marvel the, universe. The book, yeah. the book right. Yeah. right. That's where Marvel wanted to <laughs> yeah. steer that ship. But didn't Soul yeah. write Axis? No, no. Remender that was wrote Aaron. Axis. Remender. Remender. Wrote. Remender? Yeah. Oh, because Remender that was, that was one last club. That was, but but not yeah, by Aaron choice. had a hand in that. I think it was Jason he, Aaron's baby. I think yes, no? because um, he did the other X Men story that was before the Atom. But that was the lead up to. Access that I guess Jason Aaron was doing most of the editorial at that time for the X department. Yeah, that I, was I his. Think, I, I think he's responsible for all the plotting. I don't remember it because I don't. He didn't get. He didn't get uh, credited on the covers and stuff. But Maybe. he had a major role in that. Battle of the Adam wasn't to go bad back either. And see. Wasn't too bad. 
When, when I originally said I liked Beast, I meant mm-hmm. Beast from the 90s cartoon. I should have stated that in the beginning. I'm sorry, guys. This is like Super tangent. tangent right there, dude. I'm sorry. From the comic, the 92 X-Men. There yeah. we go. He, he's cool. I, I like that Doing one. Doing this, hanging upside down. Yeah, he's reading like, the book. Oh. You guys want to get a pizza? Like, yeah. he's just chilling. <laughs> yeah. I dated Storm. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer will play me in a movie. Yeah. It was a it was a good issue. I the art, Frazier. Kenneth Rockford. We haven't talked about this. Oh, oh beautiful! Oh, I love Kenneth Rockford. to him on yeah. Superman. Save the best for last. Okay. He, yeah. He's amazing. Absolutely. Oh my gosh! Every page, you guys. It's, I, it's say just, what you will about Emma in this issue. I like his Emma. She's yeah. really really hot. That's come yeah. on. Don't be a typical guy. So Emma's hot. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's, Beautiful. it's really good, man. Yeah. Uh, I love his layouts. I love, I miss, this book made me miss him on a Superman book. Yeah. Because he was a Superman artist for a long time at DC. And then I don't know if they just yeah. decided not to read. I, right. I was reading this like, book, contract, the whatever. Death of X stuff too, hoping that this would kind of be a, like a, a kick for me to get back into X-Men. I've been disappointed. Hmm. I've been disappointed, dude. Yeah, again. Rockefeller's. It's awesome. gorgeous, dude. Yeah. Gorgeous. I don't know if he's the artist on the rest of the series, though. And that'll prevent yeah. me from even <laughs> looking at the other books if that's yeah. the case. I don't know. Who, who's your favorite depiction in this that he does? Who's your favorite mutant that he draws? Who do you think he draws? I really like his Magneto. His, his Magneto is badass. badass. His beast like is his badass. Medusa. His Medusa is cool. His Medusa is cool. Yeah. Uh, the hair is beautiful. Yeah, it's his Medusa is Way badass. I, I like it. I kind of like his beast though. His beast looks like he's balding, but he has hair. Does that make <laughs> any sense? I think I'll have to agree with no? Jonathan though. The, no? uh, the Emma okay. Frost. I don't know why, but that's what it looks so like. You know how good. scientists and most of them are balding. In form with her, yeah. It's, yeah. it's so badass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Emma for me is is the coolest. Yeah, Rockford's one of those guys that has a a truly unique style. You mm-hmm. would recognize him immediately, no matter what character he's drawing, whether it's Marvel, DC, or or dare I say indie. Yeah. Um and and it's it's just gorgeous. It is my gorgeous. opinion. Marvel has underutilized them, uh, utilized him since he went over there yeah. because he was on Superman, which is a top tier book at, at yep. DC, top selling book over there. Okay, he's since he's been at Marvel, he's been on the Ultimates, Ultimates, yeah. and he's been on this. Yeah. That's right, he was on Ultimates. Ultimates since is, last year it looks cool though. And it, it was yeah, cool. it, that was it's actually Galactus, a good book. Yeah. He does a good Galactus. Yeah. That was man. one of the better books <laughs> in the Marvel. But the lineup thing right is, is they. He needs to be on an Avengers. He yeah. needs to be on a but Captain think, America. He needs to be on something top tier yeah, for the level it, of art that he has. But it may be, it may be that Marvel's trying to use him to bump the sales of those books. You got Alex Ross covers on true. Spider-Man and what is it, Avengers Two? I, mean, I think he's one yeah. of those guys that uh, whose style will sell a book. Yes, that, that's I agree. true. Because I look, I like Soul as a, as a writer and whatnot, but I just I. You guys have heard where my state of affairs is with Marvel at this point. I, w- I would be interested in reading this and following it, if not for the sake of supporting Rockefeller because of how pretty that yeah. book is. Well, what about yeah. the tie-ins in the back? No, in order not. In order to read this issue, this is the biggest downgrade for the issue for me. Checklist, is, you just passed it. Is you've got to... Yeah, it's on that page. Final page. Is it the final page? Yeah. Yeah, how many titles is this? Is three? Six. At least a dozen. Nine. Why is Deadpool and the Mercs for Money a part of? I'm not. I would no, not. It's not. Yeah. It's, that, that's none a, of them are going to actually. Because what did we say? A panel and a half that yeah. to yeah. count as a tie-in. Yeah. So I. Yeah. But I, I mean, I won't follow it. It's such a good premise though, with Lemire plotting and soul scripting. Like that sounds great. This has been a long coming for a long time though in the X universe. This plot. I this, think they wanted to do this two years ago. They've been they wanting to do this for it. a long time, dude. Well, and then, look, hey, look, it all boils down to what their end game is. 
for me because you got this whole thing with death of X in humans versus X-Men. There's this, you know, this thing out there that they want to kill the X-Men. And then what happens after that? You got resurrection coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They just okay. And then after that, they've also announced, announced X-Men blue, blue and gold. And it's, it's it's like, the original what, team. What is your end game? What is it? Are gold. they going to be in humans? Are they going to be X-Men? Are they going to be, it I was think, two you know, teams in the nineties that they did yeah. that were uh, storm was the leader of one of them. I think okay. yeah. it was another team. It looks somewhat nineties ish. X-Men gold. Okay. And X-Men blue. They were, it was, I, I loved it. Is this going to tie into this event or it's, it's spinning out of it. It's going to be after resurrection. Um, I think what's going to happen because Disney being the fact that they own Marvel and they want, uh, this is all just set up for movies. That's all this is. That's what, that's partly what pisses me off as as much as I'm probably going to be one of the people in line, like, yay, like in humans, like when the movie comes out, because I like all the movies. Um, I guarantee you that's what they're doing with the comic. They're going to somehow tie the X-Men inhuman stuff together so that they could possibly use those characters in the future in a film franchise. The only way that's going to happen is if all of the mutants are reborn as in humans and their names get changed. Yeah. yeah. And, yeah. you know, and you have, you Wouldn't have you rather just them Logan the honey badger. <laughs> you know, it's going to be horrible. It's not, I, I don't know. And that's why I'm curious. I mean, we've got over the next three months, we're going to find out. We're going to find out what Marvel's Endgame is with, with the X-Men. And I'm not sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm nervous. I'm nervous yeah. about it. Well, no, and here's the other thing. Marvel just basically came out and said that they're not doing, uh, or that they're doing the Inhumans TV show, but that doesn't mean that the movie's canceled. They're still doing the Inhumans movie, too. I thought Maybe. it was just okay. a TV show. No. It's, on, it's on the back burner right now. They, they put okay. it on the back burner, yeah. but they they put out a statement saying the Inhumans movie is still happening That because people were like, oh, we wanted the movie and whatever. No, it's it's still coming, The but they're, they're just doing all this stuff to get people more familiar with Inhumans, so they're just unloading the way because we all know mutants from the 90s yes. mm-hmm. well because like, they can't use them so they gotta yeah. do something similar when that's the next best thing yeah so anyway i think okay. i think they're gonna try to work it so that they can get some of these characters in the film yeah. universe and just give it the finger to fox well, i think i uh, think that's what they're trying to roger do. can agree with me on this i'm just tired of this yeah oh this, man i'm this not saying it's just good do something different just, one thing though yeah if roger said three months if marvel editorial has its way it'll be six that's so, true we'll see yeah <laughs> Star ratings? Yeah, let's do it. I'm going to give it a three. It wasn't a bad issue. Mm-hmm. My only gripe was Magneto is out of character, but that's and my gripe. Hank, gri- Hank, Hank, too. I, I don't they've been out of character for a while, though. Yeah. So. But that's but that's, that's me. This universe. wasn't a bad book, and this is no, actually no, starting no. out to be a little— I might like yeah. this more than Death of X. Death yeah. of X, I had a lot, a lot of high hopes for, guys. And uh, we'll see. This book is pretty. And Soul's a beast. Yeah. I love Charles Soul. Make no bones about it. Amazing, amazing guy. He took Swamp Thing and made it awesome. Uh, his Inhuman run you were telling yeah, me about is insane. Mm-hmm. I think it was, it was good. It was pretty good. So nothing to take away from it. It was it was not a bad book. Blake, I I'm gonna agree with you. I'm gonna give it a three. One because I'm so out of the loop, but two because it's beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? If I was more in the loop, I'd probably give it a better star rating. But a lot of these characters to me are so not who they are, but I've been out of the loop for a while, so just Past take a word three for years. It. Right. It, I mean, there, there's been a lot of events that I've been out of. You know, it makes me kind of want to go back and check it out. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give it a three. Cool. I'm, I, I would go three and a half. Oh. Um, I think, yeah, I mean, I, I, it's beautiful. I love his Emma Frost. I love I love his portrayal of most of the characters mm-hmm. in here. And, I, I, I mean, Souls, he – um. Solid writer mm-hmm. knows how to plot a book. Yes, 
Um, this was albeit mostly a setup, setup book. Yes. For for the rest of the series, it was Good you know, it was quality. There yeah. is a cool scene in here they do where she is talking to somebody that's sitting in a chair. Oh, the mystery. You don't person. get to see who it is. I I had like right. secret hope that it's it's Raven Darkholm. Posing I, as that's, her. That's who, was that you that's too? Who I thought. I, I thought, thought it was Mystique, Mystique yeah. posing as her to go in and kind of front as her, and then Emma comes in because Emma seems like she's going through her training phase. She wants to be ready for Black yeah. Bolt. Oh, yeah. She yeah. makes and, yeah. and good luck, man. That's one of the most badass characters right? in the Marvel universe. You, right? It's true. If they were, if, and if they, hands if, down, yeah, I would love to see them return Raven. Oh, that'd be so to cool. her to her true true nature. I know? thought it and was her. Emma too. Yeah, you know. I want to see some of the Hellfire Club and some of the, maybe the Brotherhood even come back. That'd be awesome. So in a sense, it's like Emma's scared. That's why she's yeah. training, right? Yeah. Emma's, yeah. Emma's I've pissed. never seen Emma scared. Well, Emma's yeah, pissed. she's more. Yeah. She's, she's she pissed. has a line in the book where she says, contrary to what you've been told, revenge is actually pretty satisfying. She's, right. she's yeah. totally upset. And uh, she's going to use the Stepford Cuckoos, I think, too, yep. <laughs> as some kind of secret Great weapon, name. dude. Yeah. I, Great I, name. I, I did Grant like, Morrison callback, man. That's I, cool, though. I did like the, the Emma really like just being taking the inner turmoil of losing Scott yeah. and just turning it to rage. That was like, my, like I, the, she's the scene that you talk about where she's jumping off the cliff. That yeah. is, it's what she's willing to do. She's taking it to the next That level. was an intense yeah. scene, too. It was cool. Yeah. I'm going to give uh, the book three and a half also because it's, uh, Rockefeller was one of my guys for a long time. Yeah. At DC, Hell he was. Hell on Earth, dude. Oh, that yeah. Hell was so on Earth. pretty, dude. I loved his, his run on Superman when he came on. Oh, I loved it so much, but I miss him at DC and I just, I, He's one of those guys. I think any character he does is going to look pretty, like no matter what. So, yeah, I I agree. Who's got uh, what's next? The graphic oh, novel? No. Uh, what do you wish we would have reviewed this week, uh, if any? We sh- we really should have gone with the Santa and Elf theme. Anyway, go. go. Uh, Blaine. Yes. What would you? For me, I'd like to switch out uh, our image book. For seven to eternity, deadly class for seven to eternity. Yes, remender for remender. Yes, remender for remender. Uh, a far superior remender title. Do you, <laughs> no, I don't believe that at all. Uh, well, um, I was about to say because you you read. I read class I read nor- both of these. Uh, seven to eternity is completely different. I yeah. just I like reading fantasy s kind of weird yeah. awesomeness that that is. Yeah, and that just totally floats my boat. I, yeah. I like reading that book. I, I'm ex- I, I am really excited to read that book this week too. I don't know. I, that might end up being my answer too. Looking at what's out this week, Roger, what do you think? Uh, I would I would also trade Deadly Class, but I would I would trade it out for Monstrous. Um, really, Marjorie Lou. Is really, it still yeah, good? Marjorie Lou and Sonnet Cicada. No, I'm I, the reason I wanted I, I would have traded it out is because I'm I'm behind on it, oh. and okay. I want to see you know where where she's at currently <coughs> in that series, and you know with character development though and the world building and and see you know whether or not I would I would want to to catch up. I think I would because Sonic Takeda's art in that book is it's amazing. Yep. Like I would have to say Batman annual one for Superman? No. Um you do can, I have to trade it for no, a title for a title? You have to. Wait, but you don't. It's implied. It's, it's implied. implied. Okay, I will take that back cuz I enjoyed Superman so much. I would trade out um, let's see. Inhumans versus X-Men for Look at you, you're just gonna pick a book right now. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy, because I've never read it. And it's, Spider-Man's it's in a, it. It's a one shot with Spider-Man. Wait, Spider-Man and it's a one shot with Spider-Man. Of, okay. Yeah. In space. That's yeah. Spider-Man in He's space. He's in space and his webs don't work because that's not how gravity works. <laughs> Is that the, the that's really? the premise that's of Bendis. it? It divides defies the laws of gravity. I wanna go. There we go. He's I got love special every webbing. time I tell you something about 
Marvel right now. The, the look on what your face, just you, I can tell it literally is like I'm taking a shiv to your soul. Well, it's not even so much as it's that as much as I can't believe what you're saying is real. <laughs> like, it's almost like you're trolling me hard. Like, no, no way. way. No way. Uh, Deadly class for uh, Power Rangers. Boom. Oh, Power Rangers is good. That was yep. good. Because you get yeah. to see the amalgamation God, of I, the White Ranger I, and the Green Ranger. Spoiler alert. The Dark Ranger. Spoiler <laughs> alert, guys. Dark Go Ranger? check it out. Is it doesn't it spoil anything. Yeah. You love that. The Dark Ranger. There's a new persona and he takes the shape of yes. both combined. I think we found two guys that are deeply in love with Power Rangers right here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But which is it? You've given us two swaps now. I The Power Ranger one. Yeah, that's a good book. Because Kyle Higgins is amazing. It's good. Okay. That is true. Yeah. I do like Kyle. All right. Kyle. Jonathan. Jonathan? I'm probably going to swap Deadly Class just so I could have like erased that memory of like uh, not being current on, on it for Seven to Eternity. Nice. Man. Just just because I'm current on that book and nice. I love that book. Nice. So um, I love you. Love. Yeah, I love you, dude. I love all of you. Anyway, that sounded really weird and creepy. It sounded good. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> felt good. <laughs> all right. Let's do some <laughs> trivia before we get into the graphic novel. Uh, I'm ready. Let me let me I'm pull ready. this up. It's some Superman trivia, trivia time with Roger. Trivia time with Roger featuring Sorry, Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, some some Superman trivia here for you guys. Uh-huh. Um, some of this stuff should be, I think, fairly easy. Okay. Um, Superman makes his first appearance in Action Comics number one, volume one. What is the cover date, month, and year? June 1939. Nice. Ooh, yep. so close off Damn by it. a July digit. Kryptonite. 38. Was it 38? You said Batman came 39. Yeah. Wow. Superman came 38. I thought it was June 1930. Wow. Okay. Although it bears the cover date of June 1938, Action Comics number one was actually released in April 18th. You technically got it. I remember when that issue came out. (laughs) It was really good. You got that one, right? I was five. Do you have that one? Yeah. That's the day I was born. It's a lot of vitamin E that keeps this together. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. How many basic colors of kryptonite are there? Ten. Basic. Damn. Snap. <laughs> One. Matt's like, got it. There's green. There's red. In the bag. Black. There's blue. No, there's black. Yellow. I think there's six. You know how I know? I'm going to go four. As many colors as there are lantern rings. I'm going to say five. <laughs> five. Say five. Got it. What are they? What's the other? What are they? So going outside the normal five basic colors, there are actually 11 different colors of kryptonite, but the, the last basic. six don't show up as often in the comics. Well, ah. But what are the, the five referenced. colors? Uh, red, blue, green. Um, yellow. Yellow. And black. And black. Uh, black there's, is used. Wait, there's 11 different colors of kryptonite, yeah, regardless of whether how often? What are, is there, like a cayenne? There's a white, there's a there's white kryptonite. Yeah, there's yeah, gold, gold kryptonite. There's white kryptonite, gold kryptonite. They, but they're referenced. They're Keisha. not even really yeah. ever. The black gets used in the in the story. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. blue blue kryptonite is only deadly kryptonite? to Bizarros. Yes. Hmm. Can only you can bizarros. you name what each kryptonite does, John? Yeah, blue no, let's not. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Can you? Sorry. <laughs> no, but you're the Superman on, guy. On a good day, actually, on a I bet you you could. could. On a good day, I, could. I bet you. Uh, gold, could. I know strips. What's Superman? red do? No, red pisses them off and makes them crazy. Yeah. Black makes them bad. Yeah. Gold strips him of his powers completely. Yes. Mm. So anyway, okay. uh, that was a tangent. Anyway, uh, for the last one here, who is considered to be Superman's first, first supervillain? Oh. Brainiac. Nope. Mm. Lex Luthor's too easy. <laughs> it, the, it is too yeah. easy for that, so no. Mitzelplug. Nope. President Roosevelt? <laughs> <laughs> 
Lane? I don't know. Ultra Humanite. Really? Know. That oh, big old gorilla? Yeah. Really? That well, it makes sense. Blaine, that you know who that is? Yeah, Ultra Humanite. That's awesome. I told you, like, encyclopedic knowledge. Yeah. Better than mine. No. Like, oh, far no, better than no, mine, No, you're a beautiful man with you. a beautiful brain. <laughs> What's the viewer question? Hang on, hang on. Uh, the Ultra Humanite was introduced in Action Comics number 13. He's been and him. met his end in Action Comics number 21 by taking a swan dive into a volcano. He comes back and he becomes like a Justice <laughs> Not League much League. of a super villain then. What? He comes back. Why can't he survive a volcano? volcano. Then he comes back. He's a monkey. <laughs> he's, a, he's like, an, he's like think Garad, but without the super speed and all the cool so stuff. So does have, he have problems? You know, he's Why got a big brain. It burns okay. hair. Okay. <laughs> Superman convinced him to do it. Okay. I'm just kidding. I don't know. Okay. Um, that would be cool. All right. So the listener question. Correct me if this is incorrectly worded Roger uh, what was the name of the book that Batman and Superman first appeared together in Ooh. name an issue oh name the issue no the issue the issue the number. actual issue and right. number oh yeah what? because basically if, if if you if you watched our uh, very first world's finest edition which is now public youtube.com slash all star comics podcast thanks um <laughs> if, if you watch that episode this question was answered in there and it's a little bit of a trick question, but it's what what issue number uh, did Batman and Superman first appear together in a comic? Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay, so that makes more sense because they're right. Uh, uh, both in the same story because there were mm-hmm. books where Superman and Batman were, on the were in there where they were on the cover together and were separate and, but, stories. but they had separate stories, stories in an anthology okay. format like in the Batman book. and so Robin and then Superman. which issue which which title and issue did Batman and Superman first appear in the same story together and okay. where can they go to Done. and what was the name of all that name, name and issue and if and if you know the answer, you can win either the graphic novel that we reviewed this week you or the three want comics. The graphic novel, people. Yes. So, um, yeah, send me send me a message on uh, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, <coughs> um, in the shop. I don't care. Get in touch with me. Let me know the answer. You can win these great stories. LinkedIn is helpful too. LinkedIn. <laughs> LinkedIn. I don't think Rising <laughs> Comics has a drink. LinkedIn. Why did you no, say that? sorry. <laughs> Inappropriate blame. We're uh, all about Vine. Right, right all right, all right. So now that we've gotten trivia out of the way, the whole reason we're doing Superman trivia is not just because we have a great Superman annual book that we reviewed, oh. but we have one of my favorite Superman stories. My favorite Superman story too. Your favorite? Agreed. Oh, well, it's the best Superman story that's ever been told. All Star yep. Superman. Wrong. Really? That's what? wrong. What's what's your sorry? Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Dang. Wow. We got to talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, okay. All Star Superman by Grant Morrison. And Frank quietly. What is your uh, number one? We got to get that out of the way. Really? Yeah. yeah. You want me to tell you now? Do totally. It. Okay. Look, I, and I'll give you my star rating too if you want. And okay. then we and then we can open up and talk about the whole thing. I know because you, you still got to pitch it. All right. I'm going to give this book four and a half stars. Okay. And I love the book, but every everything you know because I'm recent. I, look, I've only been reading Superman basically since uh, New Fifty Two. Okay. Okay, and that didn't do it for me. I read the Death of Superman issue way back in the mid-90s. It was the only Superman comic I'd read probably since I was a kid. But I judge every Superman story by the current Superman storyline, okay? That's, because that's, that's to me, something. that's incomparable. What they've done in, in those 11 issues, 12 issues. 12 issues plus the annual. Yeah. Yeah, and, and the book that came out today is incomparable. I think it's absolutely perfect storytelling. I think it nails Superman 100%. Uh, 
Um, this book does pretty good. I love, I love how Superman is portrayed in in this story. I absolutely do. But I, I, I don't think it's as good as the current Superman storyline. That's you heard it later. Anyway, that's so, saying no. Pitch, I, it's, you know. it's tough to disagree with that. And so, but that's why, and that's guy. why I give it a four and a half. And I, I can I can almost guarantee that 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 you three guys will give it a five. Okay, and that's cool. But to me, it's like. It falls short of the current Superman storyline. The current Superman storyline, and we're we're right at where we were as many issues in this book. Twelve issues, twelve issues, plus an annual on on the new story. Okay. To me, the current Superman story is perfect. It's very very different. It's perfect storytelling archetypes, though, for the stories that you're talking about. The one yeah. that's in Tomasi's run is a very family oriented, what the heart the heart strung kind of story. Yeah. And this story is. The Man of Tomorrow. Yes. And what he's capable of. It's also of. written by Grant Morrison. Yes. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> you say that like it's a good thing. I love okay. it. Gra- I Grant love Morrison, it. What are you wait, listening? Wait, okay, look, before this gets out of control, Jonathan, pitch so, his story. So one of the things I'm going to use as the pitch, if, if I'm if I'm remembering correctly, or it might be in the back of this book or whatever, but Grant Morrison was out of ideas for Superman for a while. Okay. He was like trying to come up with, because he needed to do this story. He was trying to come up with an idea, and he was at a convention and he saw a Superman cosplayer sitting down, just chilling and relaxing from from walking around all day. And he had this very relaxed, calming kind of demeanor on him. And that was the what inspired the picture for the first cover, Superman sitting in the clouds. Nice. That's very what cool. he got the idea. And he said all of a sudden he had this whole story of like, if I was Superman, I would not be in a rush. I would not be worried about the things that I normally worry about because I'd be the man of tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'd have all these powers. So there's, he wanted to write Superman from this dynamic of, it's okay, everything's cool. I'm Superman. I can handle this, you know. And he does. And he does. Yeah. And that's that's where this whole idea of him uh, essentially getting uh, the the setup to this story is Superman goes to rescue um, Doctor Quant Quintum Quintum Quintum, Quintum. Quintum. yeah. Um, he's doing a, a mission on the sun. He's an ectomorph, by the way. Yeah. Just yeah. let him know. Let me explain what that word means. He's He can change forms. He can do all kinds of cool stuff. There he's awesome. Yeah. And so he's doing a mission on the sun, um, and it looks like everything's going to go wrong, as we find out later is designed by Lex Luthor to go wrong, so that Superman has to go up to save everybody, and his cells get super radiated mm-hmm. to the point where now he's like essentially <laughs> overclocked Superman. He can't handle the amount of solar radiation and process it like he normally does uh in in his body mm-hmm. and so he's become twice or three times as smart three times as strong but he's also dumb mm-hmm. so that's that's this story and he's kind of going through and he has all these challenges that he's going to do he saves the day like 12 different times in these like miraculous ways and stuff like that and we're kind of seeing this story play out now it's like you said it is written by grant morrison i can tell you Without seeing Grant Morrison's name on a book that it's written by Grant Morrison because he loves doing weird stuff Yes, all the time. He mirrored this story off of what he did with the Batman run where he made that character that everybody talks about, the Bat God, where Batman goes through time. He's not killed by Darkseid. He he cheats death. He's always got a solution for everything. This is that Superman story. And some of the stuff that they do in here is really, really cool. There's one where he... uh, the Superman Force. What's what's the name Squad. of the Squad? The Superman Squad comes. With, it also appears in Final Crisis. Yeah, 
the uh, unknown Superman. Yes, the unknown Superman. Uh, Thirty-eight. There's a Superman that shows up that's all gold. Yeah. That you're yeah. kind of made to believe that this is the super. This is actually Clark mm-hmm. from the future, mm-hmm. way, way in the future, and him being exposed from the sun was mm-hmm. actually what made him. I'm glad you picked because I Clark. thought that for such a long time. I'm glad I'm not alone. In that. Grant talks about it, and he says that that's actually what it was implied to be. Was okay. This was Superman going into the core of the sun when he's working on the sun at the spoilers at the, very, at yeah, the, at the end. very end. He's turning the big uh, thing. I don't even know what it's like. Uh, yeah, a it's almost cog. like he's like a yeah just. And uh, he actually becomes the ultimate Superman. Where he can go through time. He can change everything. He can, you know, he's essentially like God. Yeah. And uh, it's it's crazy, man. He uh, he does a, a Bizarro story that just it's it blows your so many, like what? There's what so many happen? great. S- this is. I wish I had this series of single issues, which I'm envious that you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you came do. In, yes. I remember I you came telling me that later. Twelve issues. Um, each issue, like if if you look at this, each chapter in this is a, is a good self-contained story by itself. But yes. he, he does a good job connecting all of mm-hmm. them by the end of it. One of my favorite things out of this particular story, not often do we see the bumbling Clark Kent anymore. No the act that yes. that that Clark is able to put on the you know the front of I'm just this oafish like. I'm glad you brought boy. that back. That's yeah. my favorite. <coughs> one of my favorite parts about this. He book nailed it. He's quietly made nailed references the that too. he's chubby. He he wears clothes that are oversized, so he looks yep. like he's a heavy he slouches. Yes, big farm boy. I, yeah. I love that. That was it, it. It's that's the original Superman right yeah. there. But did you notice that any time that he's Clark, even though he's bumbling and he's doing something clumsy, like I think there's one point where he's like grabbing someone's coffee or something like that. Yeah. Anytime he's Clark, he's still doing something to save yes. something. Yes, so yes. Always. always. Never I didn't, off duty. I didn't even pick that up, dude. That's, yeah. It's, it's beautiful. The man. whole thing with That's Lex cool. Luthor in prison, when he goes to interview Lex, because Lex goes to prison, yes. he saves Lex's life like four times. And yeah. right. all while, yeah. while Lex is talking crap about Superman, Clark is making it look like he's just kind of bumbling through and 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 clumsily yeah, stopping stuff. Yeah, makes fun like of him. He tells him, he yeah. says, you're a smart guy, but you are horrible on your feet. Yeah, it's just, and he saves him like yeah. five times or whatever. Yeah, in the backup to um, to the to the novel where they talk about, they do character descriptions for, you know, the, the, the designs that they use for these guys. Uh, Morrison talks about that with Clark and that they, they didn't want him to be just some bumbling oaf, but more like a big farm kid that was just a, like a, a a bull in a china shop yes that he was exactly. just exactly he was just a big farm kid who was too big for the space that he was you yep. know occupying and I, I thought it was i thought it was perfect and I, i'm with you jonathan i think that because i've never really been one for the the nerdy clark yeah. kent like yeah. it's always so hard to pu- push off and i think this is this is really the perfect um way to, do to get that across, you I know, I, I thought it was the perfect Clark Kent for yeah. for Superman. I, that's one of the reasons I love this book so much. Is it nails? He explores yeah. so many Superman, cool Clark. Just like questions that you would ask, like Candor. Like, how could you keep? They ask the question, how could you keep these people in this bottle? This is yeah. these are your people, and he tells me, he says, I've been trying. I can't get them out. I want to get them out. And the conclusion of that story is all those Kryptonian, the super squads go out and they're like a cellular fighting force and they're curing cancer at the end of that little... Superman mm-hmm. cures cancer. That's it what's was beautiful so, about that. It was so awesome, and man. That's one of the reasons why I think that um, Brainiac is one of the penultimate villains. 
is because he took a piece of his home <coughs> and he keeps it just out of reach mm -hmm. for Superman because Superman can't figure out how to bring them back to full size. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. And he's always reminded of that. Yep. And that's what's great about Grant Morrison. As weird as you say he is, he pulls from every facet of the history. He's done of his homework. Superman. He has Mitzel yeah. Click. He has everything in there that makes Superman great. Crypto, everything. It's when beautiful. Crypto comes and lands yep. and crawls out of that crater. And he pulls right. out a tree yeah. it was so and destructs <laughs> it into space. There's so much yep. cool stuff going on with that. I the, just it's and look, I like Grant Morrison a lot. I, I, so my only thing is one of the things that's a big tip off whenever I'm reading something Grant Morrison, he makes up words mm -hmm. and just throws things at you like it's been there the whole time. It's and you're science. like, where? Yep. What? It's beautiful. Yep. You know, yep. so if you're not used to that, you're going to be like, this guy is just on something. Yeah. He even and he even pulls from the movies. He too. does. Yep. He like does. Christopher Reeves, when he portrayed Superman, he was the one that came up with, well, what if I slouched a little bit and I did yeah. something like that? Yep. And he plays that role so well. Yep. In the book, too, because I think at one point he has his glasses off and uh, Lex Luthor doesn't e can't even. He doesn't even know Superman. who it is. Yeah. yeah it's part of his disguise even yeah. more so. So um, I. Oh, what about this? The, the callback to the uh, the issue, the old what was it action comics or Superman issue where Lois gets the powers for a day yeah. with the pill. Oh, yeah. It's a retelling of that in a modern way. Yeah, for her birthday. It's amazing. The Jimmy Olsen stuff that they did. I loved that Jimmy Olsen story, man. That was yes. so... With Superman versus Jimmy uh, Olsen. Oh, dude, oh, yeah. that was so cool, they, man. They, that's another thing that's really good about this book is they, they figure out a different way to portray Jimmy Olsen than just the nerdy pal. Yes. That he's yeah. actually a good journalist. And, and he's he, smart. And he's actually. smart, yes. yeah. And that he's able to keep up with Clark by, you know... Mm -hmm. But uh, the other thing that they Because he's an action guy. That you bring that up now that I think about it is... He really shows how intelligent Kal-El is. Clark Kent. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. it's insane. A lot of time he man. gets portrayed as the dumb jock. Not people even people assume he's the dumb yeah. jock that just punches his way out of everything. Right. He's the muscle. Batman's the brain. Right. Yeah. So. And that's not necessarily the case because even Larry said way back in the day, like in when they first started putting them together, they made the decision that that's kind of how the team up was going to go. But that not that Superman was dumb or that Batman was weak. That's just right. They made that's that how team it was up. Build. Yeah. You know. But Superman, yeah, he has hyper intelligence. He Nobody knows that. The, the arc with, or the first one with, or the second one with Samson and uh, yeah, Atlas. and Atlas, man, and he was, answers the unanswerable questions. So, yes. so, there's it evolves as it goes it, from you know action comics era kind of storytelling and 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 the stakes yeah. Yeah. to modern day stuff into the infinity and beyond kind of it it mm -hmm. it's Grant Morrisony. Times a million. What was that line? It was brain versus brawn. Brain always, always wins. wins. Doesn't he play? That? Lex says that. Lex and says he that plays in that prison. line back to him later yes. on, right? Yes. Yeah. He beats Lex little things like that. Lex, yeah. by the way, Lex Luthor, my favorite Lex Luthor ever. Yeah. Is this yeah. Lex Luthor. He's uh, such a piece of work, dude. Yes, ahead. absolutely. Piece of no, work. I agree. He's 100%. so bad. It, it, it was uh, just about a perfect Lex Luthor. Yeah. One he, of my favorite Lex Luthor <laughs> moments in this is somehow he loses an eyebrow. Yeah, right. it gets point. blown yes. off. It gets dude. blown off. Yes. And so his, his he's got an eyebrow he's pen. A bit, right? Yeah, he's got an eyebrow <laughs> pencil with him, and and Clark's like, "You drop this," and he's like, sticks it in his pocket, you know, right away. And so his at niece. some point, yeah, yeah, at some point he loses the eyebrow, and and he, the girl's like, uh, "Lexi, uh, your your eyebrows, eyebrows, are just, eyebrows oh. like, and he, he goes to, to pencil it on, and he does he's this super this, high it's, art it's that's awesome. like way, and he's trying to look all mean and maniacal yes. and like I'm in control, but he looks ridiculous with this but, one eyebrow. <laughs> The planning that's over. That, that they make this Lex Luthor have, uh, it's it's 
he you believe that this is the ultimate oh, supervillain yeah. for Superman. Oh he's, yeah, he's perfect, man. The way that he sets up that prison scene where he kills those guys—that oh. was insane. How he how yeah, it was neat. It was yeah. really cool to see that side of a supervillain that you don't usually see. It's you know busting through with laser beams and energy blasts, and he uses his brain to make you slip up on your yeah. own banana peel that you were eating. Yeah. Right. It's awesome. When, he, when he's working out and he says the thing about the muscles, how, you know, I had to work for this. He makes like Clark Superman feel him. To. He's like, feel yeah. it, Clark. That's real. <laughs> That's real. Like, okay, stop touching. That's so <laughs> awesome, dude. I loved it. Just, yeah, it's great. I think the only time that Lex Luthor has ever been portrayed better, Jesse Eisenberg, man. Oh. <laughs> so good. Are you being serious? So good. <laughs> no, he's not. He's okay. totally being facetious. Oh, wow. Okay, just so, just so that this isn't a complete love fest, because you already know yeah. that, that I'm that I'm a yeah. half a point down on this book. So what, what, what was I wanna, it? I want to – not that I intend to sway your grades, but but I want I want you guys to, to – I want you to give me, give me your feedback on this. There were, there were a few instances in this book – that and this all goes to Morrison's writing. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with everything you said. I love I love everything about this book. But there were two, you know, at least two moments in this book where I was like, "What the heck?" I mean, that's the most contrived yeah. piece of crap. Okay, the first one was when when uh, Lois is in the in, in his Fortress of Solitude, right? And then she starts to freak out, like she thinks that Clark is gonna. Killer. Dissector. Yeah. You know, and so she goes to get the kryptonite gun and, you know, and then after this is after this all plays out, he's like, oh, no, Robot 7 left the door open and you were being affected by these gases that I was synthesizing. Where did that come? <laughs> what? I mean, it was so weird. I thought it was adorable. That That's an that's actual a, story retelling this, that they did. Lois, Lois Lane shoots him with a kryptonite gun in one of the stories. Okay, so it's more a callback. Yeah, total, total. It's it's exactly what it is, Roger. Even okay. the Samsons and right. Atlas thing is. Second one, okay. Second one, the the new Superman. Okay, Clark is in the the Underverse for a while. Yes, it ends up being like two months. Yes, because because gravity had like you know slowed time way down for him. Uh, he comes back and there's these new Superman, these you know original Kryptonian astronauts, mm-hmm. which is probably a callback too. Yes, which is, but that's fine. I'm all I'm I'm all about them paying homage to the past. That's really cool. But these guys, and we're talking about a super supercharged Superman, mm-hmm. right? They are they are really handing it to him. They kick right? his ass. I mean, they throw him into the moon and mm-hmm. crack the moon. Yep. I, I don't care if there's two of them. I, I don't know that that's going to happen. But the thing is, they're in the middle of this fight, and then all of a sudden, they like fall out of the air. Okay, and Superman's like, oh. <laughs> You guys flew through a gas cloud that changed your blood to start. You know, it mm-hmm. it, it was changing your blood into kryptonite, and, but I'm too strong for it to affect me. I'm like, where did that come from? That is so contrived. I mean, the, they're in this epic battle, and then they just fall out of the sky. It was the Terrigen mists. Right. <laughs> no, I think it more was, than I, I'm more than happy to blame it on Bendis. Uh, <laughs> More than I, I, I think what happened there is uh, Morrison was probably a little drunk when he wrote that one because he's he's been known to like his uh, his liquor. But it was not yeah, only but it just was like liquor. in those two in those two pages. I mean, they fall out of the sky and Superman's like, oh well, it was that cloud that's changing <laughs> your blood into kryptonite. Like, where did this come? I'm sure that's not a callback. No, no way. That's just so Morrison being weird. That's that's Grant but Morrison's I was, Grant Morrison's. You know, and it's stuff like that. The stuff that doesn't make sense to me. And look, I can understand. You know. 
Morrison's weirdness. Yeah, okay. and Morrison as also long doesn't as, take as long himself... as in the end, it it you know it comes full circle and, yeah. and makes some 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 manner of sense. But that was just that was to me lazy storytelling. Morrison doesn't take himself too seriously in this regard either. He just he's like it's comic books, and he just kind of like bangs okay. it out. Hey, Is that how he does it? Yeah, just like that. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. That was adorable. Um, Thank you. Yeah, it was beautiful. <laughs> and. <laughs> There's a part of me that's okay with that, yeah. Because I, I I agree. Look, I'm not gonna, and like I said, I'm still giving this book a four and a half yeah. because there's absolutely a ton of stuff to love about this story, and it is it is one of the all time great Superman stories that you'll ever find. As as weird yeah. as as weird as it can get. No, I, I agree with you on that. I like Jonathan was saying Ben, uh, not Ben is <laughs> saying Ben is. Morrison has said in interviews, you know, people ask him questions like, "Well, how did the uh, you know uh, tires on the Batmobile get filled up?" And Nobody, he's like, "Who cares? I just want to tell." Yeah, he's like, "I just want to tell a story." So I get that that sometimes he's just yeah. like comics. Or yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I I mean, I've sat through a panel with him. Yeah, and that's pretty much like he's just like it's comic books. Who cares? It's just he doesn't fun. age. So, yeah, he does, does not, not age. But can we talk about Frank Quietly's art? Yes, we yeah. need to. Beautiful. It's the yeah, first time I got introduced to his art. This with was this, it with this uh, actually you know series what? when it came out. Yeah, this was my first introduction to Quietly. This was also. old, man. Yeah, when did this come out? I can't remember. Nine or two thousand. It was. Right? It's old. It's, yeah, I know it's, it's old. Fifteen. This years was a big deal when it came out, man. This yeah. was a huge book. I don't know. I think I think it was closer to like two thousand two. Didn't it come out sometime? Two thousand six. Are you serious? Yeah, I remember that coming. Yeah, coming out when I was. I think it was a senior. It was. It came out the same time they announced Final Fantasy (laughs) fifteen. Ten years ago. That's pretty nice callback. That's pretty old. I was just graduating college. I can't remember if I was introduced to Frank Quietly's art from Flex Metallo because I know that Flex Metallo was like ninety five. That's even older, dude. Yeah, that's pretty old. Quietly art. That was yeah. You Flex, have that series, don't you? Flex yeah, Mandala? I have the digital. I never got to read that stuff, oh, but I heard it was good. It. it was cool. We, we was might cool. actually have an issue or two of this. Yeah, really. Can I, I, they work can I, well. Can I pick them up? If we have them. Oh my god. I don't know. I mean, they sold really well, but yeah. I mean, I, I should have known what year it was because we were actually uh, in business when this was coming out. Oh my god. The okay. covers are really cool. The, the bid starts at twenty dollars. There's even a pink one, dude. It's cool. I need it so bad. All right, let's do some star ratings. Roger already said four and a half. Ben, four and a half. Should we, do we need to? Should we just? It's a unanimous five. 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 Are we going to do the five? One, two, three. Five. five. God, I have no impact over these guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's episode 20. It's five. five. 25. 25. A lot of That's fives. It. There's a lot connected. of fives on this episode, It's all dude. connected. Can, can I ask, what's your favorite panel? Because we were talking about the art real quick. What's your favorite panel? In like your book? favorite image in that book. Can you randomly think of one? Oh, I know. Absolutely. The first couple when, pages. No, when the gold Superman shows up. Mm. Out of that From the port. Superman squad? Oh, dude, I loved it so That's much. That's mine right there. That's the splash double splash. Oh, uh, yep. with the solar flares in the back. Yes. That was cool, That's too. Really cool. That was beautiful. I like that, and I like the th- – there's a lot here, though. There's a lot that I really like about about this, but the the one where he's in the sun. Yep. Or the kiss on the moon. The kiss on the moon's really kiss good. Kiss on the moon's great. cool, too. Yeah. That was beautiful. That's a good one. Nice. Nice. Yeah. But no, where it's like the last page, right? Lex standing above that city is cool yeah. too. His Lex Luthor looks that, so cool. At the I end. love that. He's the heart of yeah. the sun. Yeah, looks so cool. What is that meant to symbolize? Is that I think uh, like a. That's something. It's it's meant hope. to hope. He's what drives us that burning hope. But there's a that's an actual thing right there. Yeah. Yeah. Like calling a, it's eleven. Bankrupt. It's like the Vitruvian like man almost. It's wasn't something there a old that Italian like. Yeah. I don't th- no, I don't think it's that old. I think it's from the railroad era. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It might be that because American history. But yeah, I love John there's, Henry. There's a lot. Irons. There's a lot of great panels in this. Yeah. All right. So let's do some. Uh, let's jump over to some previews because we've. 
Great book. Yeah, great book. Yes. All right. So Marvel Comics, small list next week. All new Wolverine number 15. Avengers number two. That's the one we decided we're reviewing. Yep. By Mark Wade and somebody else. What about Slapstick number one? No. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you what my star rating for that will be right now. What if it's really good? It's not. What if it is? It's like a three stooges. I want to read it, too. I'd like to review it. I think that'd be cool. All right. Uh, Then we have Champions number three that's out. Clone Conspiracy number three of five. Deadpool 23. There's your book, Blaine. Which one's that? Deadpool. Oh, yeah. Big time. <laughs> you have all of them, right? I, I, I've Since uh, Liefeld started it up. Oh. I've been on board. Uh, all right. Moon Knight number nine. Nova number one, which is the Richard Ryder Nova. Yep. Coming out. He's back. He's nice. nice. Uh, Scarlet Witch number 13. Slapstick number one. Spider-Man 2099 number 18. Star Wars Dr. Afra number one? Is that yeah, an actual spin-off Remember from Vader? Darth Vader? They're actually doing that? Afra yeah, because yes. Darth Vader ended. Yeah. I don't know. Kieran Gillen's writing it. So. Is he really? Yeah. Wow. Good luck, Kieran. Kieran Gillen's a guy. Kieran Gillen's <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Have you read the Vader stuff? Vader's actually Thor really number two. <laughs> 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 number two of five. <laughs> Dang it, Blake. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <after laughs> it's a good book. You should pick it up, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> from DC Comics. <laughs> God. Oh, that was well done. Okay. <laughs> Aquaman number 12. Batman number 12. Cyborg number six is the DC book that we're reviewing. It's the first time we've done a Cyborg yep. book. Uh, start of a new story arc. I believe so. Yeah. Number six. Cool. Uh, Dead Man, Dark Mansion of Forbidden Love. Number two yes. of three. Mm. I love saying that title. Yes. Death of Hawkman, number three of six. Uh, Flintstones, number six. Green Arrow, number 12. Green Lanterns, number 12. Yes. Harley Quinn, number nine. Justice League, number 10. Midnighter and Apollo, number three of six. Nightwing, number 10. Shade the Changing Girl, number three. <laughs> can tell you're into that. Oh, one. so Can't wait for so the trade. Great. Yeah, uh, Superman number twelve and yes. Wonder Woman seventy-seven Bionic Woman number one of six. Yeah, oh. yeah. I think it's a DC Dynamite. That crossover, sounds that sounds so interesting. I yeah, I'm down. I look, I love both those shows back in the seventies, and I, I I'll probably read this, but that'll be the I, only Dynamite, Dynamite book that yeah. you actually like. It's gonna burn your Some. fingers when you touch that book because yeah, you hear the sound effects in your head. Only in my voice. And then Linda Carter's gonna, <laughs> Linda Carter's gonna spin around. Yeah. Oh man. All right. Indie Comics Adventure Time number fifty-nine. Aliens Defiance number seven, which is what we're reviewing. So that'll be interesting. Xenomorphs. 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 Yeah. Black Science number twenty-six. Josie and the Pussy Cats number three. Long hair, ears for hats. Oh, oh, what? We watched way too much TV God, as children. Man. Hey, that was um, a good show. Yeah, it, was. <laughs> it was. I still have my outfit. Teresa's in the other room going, yes, it was. <laughs> it was amazing. It was. It really was. It was well done. It, when you can get like a demographic of guys too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, Micronauts it number eight. Motor Crush, number one. Nail Biter, number 27. Powerpuff Girls, number five. Predator versus Judge Dredd versus Aliens, number three. It's on. Who wins? Yeah. Everybody loses. <laughs> I am Providence, wrong. number 11 of 12. Uh, <sighs> it's coming to an end. You're, you're it's big on. so evil, dude. I 
I had to it's wait to get the trade. So evil. I have to wait to get the trade. I'll let you that. read them, dude. Okay. It's evil. Sweet. It's good. Um, Revival number 45. Transformers more than meets the eye. Revolution number one. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, violent love number two. That sounds really awkward. <laughs> sounds violent. It sounds yes. violent. But loving. No. No. <laughs> that was so good. Uh, Walking Dead number 161. Wicked and Divine number 24. And that's it for the indie comics list. Graphic novels that are coming out. Say it. Say it. Oh, I, I pulled it. this. Oh, this is, that's, this, that's yes. next week. I, oh, nice. I pulled I didn't this. know about this. Oh, oh my gosh. beautiful. This is Absolute infinite crisis hardcover. <laughs> Have you seen I, the photos of it? It's beautiful. No, I haven't. I'm so it's, excited. It's beautiful. Can you show it to me later after the podcast? I would rather so we can have continue? that than a child. It's beautiful. <laughs> You can I can I agree with you? Yeah. I I am I am so looking forward to. This. I I have a really bad absolute addiction. I know you do. You know, yeah. And they're and expensive. They're at least a hundred bucks every time, right? Yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Is but this like because you're an Allison Chains fan? Is this like your heroin? That's true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It is. That's just awesome. Okay, yeah. guys, let's go. You're gonna get out of it. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it's episode 25. Everything's just madness at this point. Um, Black Science Trade Paperback Volume 5, True Atonement. I need to pick Ooh, that up as well. I'll be uh, Blue Monday Trade Paperback, The Absolute Beginners. DC Rebirth Omnibus. I pulled this too. It's all the number ones, the like the rebirth issues compiled into an omnibus. Are you listening? Are you, serious? Are you listening, yes. Blake? I, I might need to pick it up. $75, I think. Never mind. Is it hard? <laughs> <laughs> It's not a trade, <laughs> um, but I pulled it also because I've got a birthday and Christmas coming up, so I'm just starting the registry. He's a birthday boy. Yeah, yeah. We, ha- yeah, we have if a registry. Have Roger, my birthday's coming. Well, at least Jonathan has a registry. <laughs> Jonathan has people. He's I got do. a registry. I just, I literally told all like my my mom, my sister, my dad. I'm like, look, it's the same deal as last year. Just go to yeah. Roger. I, I've made it easy for you guys. <laughs> they just rolled their eyes. You're such like, a wow. good son. Dude. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Roger's your dealer. Yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, Doctor Strange trade paperback volume one, Way of the Weird. Oh, cool. Um, <laughs> I hate Fairyland trade paperback volume two, Fluff yeah. of My Life. Fluff Ro- my life. Fluff my life. I think it's meant to. Oh, to Roger yeah. loves this book. Is this, is this your favorite up, series in the shop right now? I think yeah, you said that. Yeah, Black Monday no, Murders? No. Yeah. Um, yeah, I actually have <laughs> I, I have a challenge from one customer that I have I to know, read the volume one. So we should review it. At some point. It'll no. probably be on the list for the next half of next year. Uh, apparently at issue uh, five or six, it takes a, a turn an unexpected turn that That is supposed to hook you. Yeah. It's about republicanism. So yeah. they're gonna build a wall on top of a wall. I didn't know yeah. that was an I ism. Think. Yeah, yeah. Wall on a wall. So, what is happening? But I also have to read it by the time volume two comes out. So I had the clocks, well, clocks taken. Like I can clock. tell you, I can tell you this much. I, I know what they're talking about, and I Before think by the time two? volume two comes out, you're gonna be like, "What the heck?" Like mm. you're like you'll be right back to what you normally feel about it. I don't think you'll ever like this uh, book. I've been pulling so. it since issue one. I really don't think you're gonna like. You this have book. been. Yes, I have all uh, of them. Wow. Okay. Yeah, don't you? Won't, I don't think you'll like it, honestly. Oh wow! Because okay, but you've been known because to I, me. you know what the, the the finale of the first story arc is, yes. and then you know how it comes back. Yes. Yeah, that's why I don't think he's gonna like I it. I don't. I really don't think you'll dig it at all. But you never know, man. This. What are you this, smiling about? It's adorable how in depth you're going. About <laughs> called I hate Fairyland. <laughs> right. That's. I love it. All right, keep going. All right, yeah, all right, we're, we we're go. wasting too much time. Jack Kirby pencils yeah. and inks hardcover. That's a really uh, good story. That, <laughs> I agree. Justice I agree. League Traper, it's coming out? 
Yeah, trade paperback volume right. volume eight, Dark Side War Part Two. Yeah, okay, the hardcover trade. already oh. came out. Hardcover right. came okay, out. Okay, I'm, trade, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 yeah, Star Wars Poe Dameron trade paperback volume one, Black one. Squadron. Lady Jesus. Mechanic, Come on, Steampunk yeah, coloring. Right. Oh my gosh! If I'm sorry, if I get this for you, will you color it? Yeah. Will you really? Will you do it with me? I don't color. That's a date. I really don't. Come on, bro. Can you give me like practice? It's Lady Mechanica. Mechanica. Oh, come on, guys. Get out. Get out. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Get out. We've uh, we've we've exhausted this entire list. Uh, as always, this isn't the complete list. If you want that, you go to horizoncomics.com. Oh man, right online. there. You press yeah. the button. Push the button. It's all over it's on, on the co- internet. It's on a there computer. It's <laughs> yeah. Go to horizoncomics.com. It's on click the on the, uh, the new releases ta- uh, button. Yeah. Button. And it'll show. It's updated every Monday. It'll show you all the books coming out for that Wednesday. Most of the other stuff is bulls only, so <laughs> it'll give you an idea. It'll, it'll give you a better idea of what you can't get. But <laughs> if you're interested, you can come in and order it. And what I are we reviewing? What, uh, what graphic novel are we reviewing next week, Roger? Oh. Secret Invasion. What? Ooh. Are you serious? That's it's a good Marvel one. Week. Oh, dude, that's Secret a nice. Invasion. I like that book. That's a actually. great book. That, yes. I haven't read that. I'm excited. That's a cool book. You uh, told me about it. I it's like that book. Bendis and you, right? Lionel, you, I think. Is yes. you on the, it? The yeah. guy who did oh, the art. Yeah. Yes, I like him. Yes. That's a good story. He's, he's a really good story. I like his depiction of Scrawls. He's really yeah. good at drawing yeah. Scrawls. <laughs> Do you like his depiction of Spider Woman? Um, in the sense that, like, listen, this I is love going women, <laughs> but. <laughs> Nope. All right, yes. let's go. All right. Family <laughs> friendly. Family yeah. friendly. I, I, don't, I don't know. Where. You, get, you, you, so you understand. Answer. Yeah. Yes. It's about you an understand. invasion that's secret. Yeah. Okay. It's a great yeah, book. It's, stop <laughs> talking about it. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's right. like the war that happened. Oh, my God. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> what's, ne- what's next, Jonathan? Jonathan, come back to us. It's okay, Jonathan. Come back to us. Oh my God! Um, I'm sorry. Man. All right, for news. Are you touching him under the yeah, table? Yeah, he is. He's tickling right. me. Come hey, on. Um, hands above the table. <laughs> <laughs> for news, Jonathan. Yes, for news. DC uh, has confirmed that 2017 will start to unfold more of the Watchmen mysteries that have been spoilers set er, up early by the. Early 2017. Yeah. Shut your mouth. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 Really? But yeah. I, um, I like texted I, it to the group. Like, they, they oh really? They said. They, Watch, say something else. Say something else. They, they basically they they had said right when Re- Rebirth was starting that Watchmen was going to be a slow burn, but they're going to start to roll out a couple of things now early 2017 that are going to pertain to the Watchmen Rebirth because they've been teasing. Good. Good. Oh yeah, hard, there's been Even this, this annual today yeah. that was a, a teaser. It's been. A, I mean, it hasn't been like too sluggish. Like they've been giving enough where you're like, oh, what's I want going it. On? I want but it. See, well, that's, if that's you're, the way to do it. If yeah, you're, if you're reading the right books. Action, yeah. Detective, the Batman, Titans. and Superman. Titans. Yeah. Two Titans is actually integral to that yeah. storyline. Yeah. If done right, slow burns are awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. The Wire. Good example. We're talking about comic books. Sorry. Though, but okay, go. That's an HBO series. Sorry. Hey. Uh, okay. Oni Press, you had some info I on this. I want to give that to Roger because I asked him earlier and he didn't get to answer it. Uh, yeah. I ha- oh. Explain it. Okay. I have mixed feelings about it, but Oni Press is going to a new pricing model. Okay. They're doing on the the first four issues, I think they're offering it a dollar a piece. And then the, the trades trade are going to be nine ninety nine for for all their volume ones. The trade issues, I absolutely love the idea. I think it's the smart way to go. I think that, you know, it is, is especially if you're writing good stories, you know, you can take, you know, as a publisher, you can take a little bit of a hit on a volume one to get people into it. It makes it, you know, it's it, it much more uh, market friendly, you know, to do that and to get people reading your stories. 
going to a dollar each on the first four issues. And I but, believe this is the, this is the stories that they've come out with before. It's Letter 44. Letter 44, Invader Zim, Invader and Zim. Kaiju Max. Yeah, and Kaiju Max, which we haven't carried. What? But yeah. it's, <laughs> you would think I should. But, uh, um, the I don't even know what we're talking about. The Life this, After. Are these actual titles? Yeah. You just Matt, what's yeah. Kaiju Max? Well, let, Letter 44 is Charles. So I, I, I gotta, that's the only one on. I've ever heard of. No, I know, I know. Welcome to Kaiju Max, where the worst of the worst monsters are safely locked away from the human world, whether they be villains, antiheroes. It's Oz for Echo, monsters? Echo parables or nuclear metaphors. Teresa, is this new? Do you know Electro this is new Gore this is, something is ripped away from his family and struggles to determine whom to trust and which gangs to avoid and when to take I'm on the big sure man to show you when you aren't being <laughs> trifled with also the nation of Mecca. Sounds like a crazy monster book. Kaijus. It's like, what's I an echo parable? Like kaijus, like it's monsters like in uh, that one movie, Pacific Rim. Or Godzilla. Yeah. Oh, okay. But in prison. Okay, I'm in. They're in Oz. Yeah, they're in Oz. It's kaiju meets Oz. Like the HBO show? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Okay. Not not anything like the HBO show at all, all, actually. Um, Personally, I think there's a problem with that. If they're going to do dollar issues, they should do dollar number one issues like Image has done, Marvel's done it, uh, DC does it occasionally, Dynamite's done it. But the trades are do Because if if somebody wants an even cheaper way to get into it, you know, a lot of times uh, one issue isn't enough to – to really yeah. let you know what you're in for. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, initially, I really liked the dollar number one issues because um, I, I could uh, mostly I could give them away. Yeah. You know? okay. And that's what that's a that, that, that's on me. But but that's a, you know we have a big focus on graphic novels here, and we would have a stock of these dollar issues. Well, initially I ordered the stock thinking people would buy them. People weren't buying them, so I ended up giving them away. Right, right, right. Um, but yeah. and that actually worked out really good. You give people, you know, yeah. you know, image first uh, saga. Yeah, yeah. The saga, well, I will East say, West. Letter Forty Four um, is really good. Yeah, yeah. Didn't they do uh, Samurai Jack? No, that was somebody else. Exactly. But to do to do the first four issues at a dollar makes no freaking sense to me, and I don't know what Oni's thinking because that's like. Let's have a graphic four novel. Four-fifths yeah. or two-thirds yeah, of a graphic so why would novel you spend? for $4. Right. And I, as a comic shop, I'm not going to I'm not going to I'm not going to stock a lot, you know, yeah. 100 copies of the, you know, first four issues on these series thing, you know, to sell them at a buck a piece. I'm just not going to do it. I may get the number. I may get some of the number it's ones. It's only those three series. Four turn, series, right? Oh, okay. So, yeah. uh, to start, there's, that's how they're starting with. Did they mention how many um, issues are going to be in the trades? If they're ten bucks, it's the same trades. What? Yeah, yeah. But the the other problem with that is because we stock letter forty four. I'm yeah. with you, Matt. I think it's a great series. Yeah. It's written by Charles Soule. It's you know, I mean, it's it's good, but I'm pretty sure that's a couple of volume ones on the shelf that are going to be higher priced. And so yeah. then if I've got to go in and order. Right. Ten dollar yeah. letter forty fours. Well, who's going to buy the twenty dollar letter forty four? So it creates problems for us. Yeah, uh, there's a part of me, you know, nine ninety nine volume ones. Yes, do it. Okay, as a customer, but day, yeah. as a retailer, not so much. Yeah, well, as a retailer, I like the nine ninety nine volume <laughs> yeah. ones too. If you've got, if you've got, you know, the good yeah. stories to but back it up. Like, but doing it now and in the way that they're doing it, they're yeah. creating problems for retailers, and they're That's not addressing I mean. our concerns. Yeah. Uh, so I have mixed feelings about it. Yeah, I really don't really care care about yeah, anything. Right Oni, yeah. yeah. So good luck, Boom. <laughs> At Oni Press. Oh, Oni Press. I'm sorry, Boom. <laughs> boom, you're doing great. Good luck, Oni. <laughs> Terrible. Um, I know, dude. Here's something that's really cool. All the Rebirth Volume Ones. Yeah. 
are free digitally. Yep. Can I'll go over the Mike list. <laughs> Mic drop. Starting in, starting in January, you'll be able to have access to Green Arrow Volume 1. These are all Volume 1s. Green Arrow, Superman, yeah, Batman, ones. Aquaman, The Flash, Justice League, Nightwing, Green Lanterns, yeah. Batman no, Detective, cool. Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern yes. Corpse, Wonder Woman, Superman Action Comics, Suicide Squad, Titans, Deathstroke, Harley Quinn, Batgirl, or Cyborg. All the Volume 1s. That's a lot of gloriousness. Yeah. Yeah, through. and look, and, and this will be, yeah, because Teresa looked at me like, I'm oh like, crap, she's right she's now, worried no, 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 no. Yeah, because we ordered. Yeah, we ordered look, no, it's through a streaming service called Hoopla. You have to have the app, and you can only stream them. You cannot purchase them, but you can uh, download them. them. You can download them and read them whenever you want. All those volumes for free, but they're not purchasable. Okay. But you can read them all for free, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and my you know my stance on this as a retailer you know may surprise a lot of people. Um, I I actually embrace digital comics. I think that you know in some ways it's 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 adversely impacted uh, retail comic shops a little bit. However, uh, on the whole, I think it's positive because it 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 really expands you know people's awareness of comics and these stories. My feeling about DC Rebirth, okay, these stories are so good. Okay, uh, by and large, across the board, I mean, 75 to 80 percent of these books are solid gold. People should be reading these comics. Mm -hmm. They should see what DC is doing right now. And and I, look, we we are going to be stocking these volume ones. I will in be paper buying form. some of the volume ones. Same and, here. You know, and a lot yeah. of and a lot of people will. It's, I, will I don't think it's going to be triple dipping on this. Green I Lantern. do not think yep. that their availability for free digitally on an, is going to impact yeah. our paper sales. I actually, single app. I actually think it's single going app. to expand yes. comic readership of DC comics. And I think that that's the best because those are the best books in the market. And that's what I want people to read. Absolutely. You know, those, those DC books are the ones that I, you know, I, if somebody want, you know, well, I mean, obviously image books are great too, but if somebody, you know, asked me about Marvel, I mean, there's, there's, two titles Only three titles that, books, yeah. that I'm going to point people to and I'm going to be like uh, Deadpool you know <laughs> yeah, right. no. slapstick you know Civil War yeah, 2 no but I, I agree with everybody Trip, triple dipping is awesome but Digital's I cool. you know um, I I actually think that this is uh, an extremely smart move on DC's yeah. part it doesn't it, it doesn't worry me in the least no nope. I think that that people need to read these stories they need to see what what you know uh, DC Comics is is about today yeah mm -hmm. shows confidence yeah it's you know a completely I mean? different well, DC's been confident from day one when Rebirth started yeah. I mean they, they they've had the swagger they knew what they were walking into the market with they so. took that taste at, at the end of the new 52 out of people's mouth the, the, the latter end of it and what it was becoming, mm -hmm. it's a completely different company right now. I'm, I'm it, reading Aquaman, something I thought I'd never say. <laughs> yeah. That's that's how good it is. It's yeah. a great. You know I mean? That's a great thing. Great. Well, and, and Jonathan can attest because you know ever since the the retailer roadshow mm -hmm. and Teresa, um, DC made it perfectly clear that they were focused on telling great stories with great, great art, and not focusing on the collecting. And I, I, I will I'm I will board. be behind that. Me too. Every hour, every minute of every hour of every day. Yep. And if you jump on this, you get to read uh, for the first story arc of every character. Like, I mean, I don't like digital, and that, and that's the thing. At this point, they're saying it's volume one. So, yeah, yeah, and I, one. I, and we'll see. And I, I think if people read volume ones of these books, 
they will come in the shop. And yeah. that's my point. They will like, pick I'm up the volume twos. They'll pick up the comics. Yeah. I don't, but there's a couple that I'll, I'll probably read digitally. If I like it, I'll probably buy it. Yep. That's how I am. Yep. Like, yep. It, you, I, you know, I'm one of those guys. Like, if I like it, I will buy it to support it. Yep. I bought, yeah. There's, there's a large group of people that, you know, frequent comic shops and buy paper comics, but still have a limited budget, you know? And rather than go out, you know, and what with what DC's doing, rather than going out and buying something that that they don't know about, they can go read it. They can yeah. go read it and see if it's worth the money, mm-hmm. you know. And for me, I'm I'm down with that. And it's not know? just a number one; it's a volume one, right? Yep, which volume one, usually like six, issues, first it's an arc. six issues, six issues for story arc. I mean, Superman alone. So you get a good grasp yeah. on every single book. And Batman. <laughs> and you said you said Hoopla is the app? Hoopla is the app. And Hoopla. they had to get permission from DC. I mean, they, they had to get permission, yeah. right? Yeah, and DC is cool do. enough to be like, do it. You and, know what I mean? Each of the, the, on the app, they come out the same day as the actual volume. Really? That's crazy. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah, amazing. That's cool. And I'll let you know. I mean, hey, we'll see. Like I said, we ordered all of those books because they're good. We'll have yeah. them in stock. And you'll have a lot of people who read them digitally, and they'll go, I need to own this. My only bummer is I wish those were coming out know, before Christmas. Yeah, they all start uh, in January. They all start yeah. in January yeah. because yeah. there's a lot of volume ones, a lot of my family, a lot of my friends that uh, I could tell you certain volume ones would make great gifts or stocking stuffers for, and they're not out until January. For so you that, is what yeah. you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the only one that's out right now is the the Rebirth Deluxe Edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and that's, which is that's, amazing. Which is yes, yes, by the way, that's totally gonna go to two of my cousins. Yeah, yep. I can tell you that right well now. Wor- well worth the hardcover. But mm-hmm. um, but I was just bummed because there's, I could, I could totally get people hooked on on yeah. a, a lot of characters with those volume ones, except and, Nightwing. Except yeah. Nightwing's except awesome. Nightwing. <laughs> Nightwing's awesome. Not yes. that issue. That was what's which issue one? Turkey Man or I can't remember. Raptor. What's Raptor. Raptor. There we go. Turkey, Turkey anyway, Raptor. Anyway, so yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm He's looking forward dead. to those. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead great. and <laughs> let's go to some questions. So we, Carlos, you stepped up this week, dude. Oh. I, I'm I'm proud of you. What's our weekly Carlos? Okay, the weekly Carlos this week is what was one of your favorite series that never got an ending? Uh, he provides an example. His was All-Star Batman by Jim Lee and Frank Miller. Um, and he says he knows that he's in the minority on that. So any series that never got finished that you wish would have been finished? I jokingly said Alex and Ada. <laughs> because <laughs> Only because like it had the improper <laughs> ending. It had it the worst was, ending. Yeah. yeah it like I feel like it didn't end almost. Like it was just, eh. No. So, Go. Blaine, me. Do you want to go first, Blaine? Mine is uh, Justice League: uh, The Rise of the Seven Seas. It was a storyline that was supposed to come out, and uh, by Jeff Johns, and it never happened. It's there's all kinds of pre-production art that came out for it, and it, it was, was a follow-up to Throne of Atlantis. It was, yeah, it was a follow-up to Throne of Atlantis, which was like a line-wide New Fifty Two event. It was one of the best New Fifty Two events that ever happened. It was Isn't amazing. The first volume of Aquaman, or. I'm not sure, man. Uh, no, it was like third. third. third? John's wrote third. it, though. Right? Yep. Yeah, John's wrote it. And, yeah, uh, yeah it, it was cool. They were going to delve into the mythology of the Aquaman universe even more. And uh, I was really excited for it. That's I'm, mine. I'm probably going to piggyback on that because I can't really think of anything that I got. Get I up got, here, Yoda. Come on. I got burned by. Um, oh, I can. I know. I, I know there's a bunch of Kevin Smith titles, but I didn't actually come into those when they were being written. 
When you mean Kevin Smith, do you mean like his Batman? You're talking about cacophony and all that. Yeah, yeah, cacophony yeah. and the Whiting Gyre. Whiting Gyre, cacophony. Yeah. And there was a third one that was supposed to come out yeah. that hasn't happened yet. As was a matter of fact, when he was at DC recently because of him directing a lot of the shows, they're like, "Are you ever gonna finish that book?" That story was it was okay, man. Like Dan DiDio straight up asked him. Yeah, he's. <laughs> they're like he's like yep at some point. He's good friends with both of them, Dan DiDio and Joe. Je- Jeff Johns yeah. or Jake Joe Casada also or Kevin Smith, yeah, yeah, oh, and nice. Jeff Johns, yeah. So that's yours is uh, Seven Seas. I'll probably say Seven Seas because I was really looking forward to that too. Me because too. Jeff Johns was the first guy to make me really, really care about and love Aquaman yeah. and see him for the potential that that character Agreed. has. Yep. So when and like you said, when he was diving into the throne of Atlantis story and we were getting the mythology and he was really expanding out with the word, trench and everything, it yeah. was really good. I, I was really excited for that too. Me too. Um, and as a matter of fact, right before Rebirth, they still made it sound like that was the plan. And it didn't happen. And it didn't. And it's just. And maybe it, it will. Who it knows? was supposed to be Ivan Reyes. Yep. And he's now doing JLA with Steve Orlando. Yep. So once it's just on the back burner hiatus, I know it's going to come back. Johns wants to do that story. Maybe they're waiting for the Aquaman movie. That's what it is. That's what it is. Probably. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Roger. You, you. No, Blake's next. Oh, Blake. Oh, oh you want to save the best? That's how good okay. it is. You, that's you're how saving good Roger is. the best for last. Um, I I don't know if I'm answering this question wrong, uh, Mr. Carlos. I liked his answer, but I would have to. I would have to. Say, don't make me laugh, man. I would have to say, um, Brian K's Vaughn. Brian K's Vaughn. BKB. BKB's run on um, Runaways. He left. He never got to finish it off, and then someone took over the title. I wanted to. S- I wanted him to give like a definitive end. But did somebody finish his story? Yeah, but I don't count oh, that because was... he created it and okay. he started it. I'll go with that. I mean, it's a good enough answer. Yeah. Okay, mine. Um, and this because initially, you know, it's hard to think of something because there are books that hit hit the delayed train and just yeah. never like. We had mentioned Peter Pan's uh, going to, yeah, That Peter would have Pan's been my answer, but had. it looks like it's actually gonna end. It's coming yeah, back. yeah. I mean, it's it's it's, it's finishing back. up. Scarlet. Yeah, I know. Oh, why totally didn't they back. They're totally um, back. Though. Is it back? Yeah. It's back, back. Um, yeah. Peter Pan's fault, and it's going to go on to to its conclusion. Um, Scarlet by Brian Bendis on the the yeah. Icon imprint was a really totally good book, back. and now yeah. that one's that one's coming back. So. There are a lot of series that I think that it was Bailey though. Um, there, you know, another series by Jonathan Hickman was Dying in the Dead, and that oh, one yes. just that one kind of died. Dude, Ooh. I forgot about that book. But, that was what three and, issues, and, I, and then it was done. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it was done yeah. or if it just went away. Because it was a it was a thick book too. Yeah. It, was almost, a, it, was really it felt like it book. ended, but yeah, it, you could tell totally. a lot more. But that's not my answer. Oh. 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 That's not my answer. You're schooling us right now, Roger. Right. So, well, I had to think about it because it's not, you know, there are a lot of them that get delayed. There are a lot of them that, you know, and there are a lot of them that you, and usually if they get delayed, you forget about. But there's one, Teresa's got it on her hand. On my hand. In case I forgot, as I, as I tend to do. Um, about, yeah, about 10 years ago, <laughs> Image started this series uh, that was unifying their whole universe. Oh my oh gosh, gosh, I remember oh. this. Oh. United or something? It's called Image United. Oh. Dude, I have and the, the, the I have this. Oh God, we uh, we we supported the heck out of this. I've oh still got them. God. If you guys want Image United yes, Zero, absolutely. one, two, three, we've still got them. And and the whole the whole setup for this oh series was um that each book was being drawn by one of the original artists. It was the it was the Todd. reunification yep. of yep. the the founding fathers yep. of Image Comics, yep. and supposedly it got passed off to. Well, 
I don't think it ever got to Todd McFarlane, or maybe it did get to Todd McFarlane. I think I... he was the one who who caused it he put to come to a screeching halt. But this story was phenomenal because you had you had all of the image characters. Every 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 guy was was bringing their characters into it. They were unifying the image universe, and they were battling the Omega Spawn. Yep. Okay. Because you had you had uh, it was Al uh, Al Simmons, right? Mm-hmm. Um, had died. That was before he got he got replaced, and he became the Omega Spawn. And you had Witchblade, you had Savage, Savage Dragon, Dragon you had. Um, they created a new character mm-hmm. for it. Um, Dude, I remember this. this I remember yeah. you, like uh, it was uh, yeah. the uh, Image Man. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I was just trying to help him along. It was great. All of the and Invincible yeah. was in it, you know. Yep. Kirk, that was in the had, infancy of yeah. Invincible. You had yeah. all these out. image characters coming together, and it was like, and for years after, because I mean, it like came to a screeching halt, and it was mm-hmm. like, because the whole thing was like, oh hey, the band's back together, and we're all gonna play nice, and we're all gonna create the story, and then it was like, nope. no, okay, yeah, no, we we really hate each other, so or at least some of them did, because Rob, Rob, who was Rob Liefeld? Because he was in there too. Oh, Wild Young Bloods, oh, or no, Young Bloods, Young Bloods. Yeah, they was in yes. there. Wildstorm um, was in there too. Wildstorm was before yeah. DC oh, had yeah. got a hold yeah, of them. Yeah, because I, I mean, even Jim Lee was on board. Yep, yeah. but they had. I mean, oh, this absolutely. was this was they this was a massive event, and at, it came to a screeching halt at issue three, and yeah. there was they were like they were like. Maybe we'll fit, you know. Yeah, don't worry. It's okay. No, we're gonna we're gonna finish it, and they never did. And well, then Kirby and and now they're got these guys. They won't even. It's yeah, like it's, they, don't talk to me about that. Yeah. Don't talk to me about. Any I had a buddy lend me the first issue, and I remember I was like, I have to go back and get it. You couldn't find them on the stands, dude. They were just going so quick. I I think the comic shop that I had at the time was bad because I wasn't living in the area. But I, I remember you could not find the book on the shelves because it yeah. was so hot. I'm pretty sure we've still oh, got we them all. Have. I will take some also. I'm pretty I, sure. Yeah. I'll take have, a set too. So yeah. I think okay. I already have some, but I'll we take some. It's more. A. All of them. It's, I'll it's take worth all three. it. Kirkman kind of did something like that in his run in Invincible. Yeah. Remember when yeah. the Invincible they, they War fight happened? Spawn and well, everybody. And Savage Dragon. Yeah. yeah Savage it Dragon. It happens in a panel. That whole crossover with. But yeah. It happens yeah. so quick, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was during the Invincible War. I think it's volume yes. 11, 10, 10, that, 11, 12. Was it after yeah. the Vulture Might War? Or before? No, it was before the Vulture Might War. Right it's right before he fights Conquest. That's it. That's yeah. it. Oh and so, so Savage Dragon Dominos. comes in, Witchblade comes yeah. in, Darkness yeah. comes in. Yeah. Uh, That's right, Darkness. 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 Yeah. Darkness was the other character. Was it? Oh, yeah, there was a bunch uh, of characters Jackie? from Jackie. Darkness was created by the same guy who did Witchblade, right? Yeah. Jackie's one of the. The coolest he, yeah. image character. Yeah, so they made a, a video game so off that. Yeah, they did. did. They really? Yeah, they did. Two. I think there was two. Really? Yep. Um, but no, so Kirkman kind of did something like that, but it was all centering around Invincible. It was like heroes uh, coming over real yeah. quick to help out, and and Savage Dragon was there, and you know, blah, blah. And then after that, you never heard from or saw them again. Yep. It was yeah. just for that one little story arc. Until the end. Until mm. We'll yeah. see. Good pick, Invincible. Roger. Yeah. You so, won. I think you won on that <laughs> You won. Nice you win one. the question. Totally. Good job, Carlos. Thank yeah, you, great Carlos. Question. Oh, and we have uh, we have another question from Heather DePause, and Heather um, Heather wants to know our favorite B side heroes, B list <gasps> heroes. Moon Knight. Oh my God. Matt says Moon Knight. Booster Gold. 
I knew oh. you were going to say that. And Ooh. who's going to take That's it? Blue Beetle. Blue Beetle. I, I was going to say Blue Beetle. That's a two-parter. Oh, yeah, You're going to say Blue Beetle? They're, they're I will, you can have Blue Beetle. You can no, have Blue no, 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 no. Is that who you were going to say? Take Blue Beetle. Man. I have someone else I can I pick. got somebody else, too. Who, who are you going to go with? Or, or, You're going to go with something say? Like crazy, aren't you? I, I, it's, for me, a personal favorite. It's Larflees, the Orange Lamp. Ah, I could have guessed I that. Love, I know you love Larflees. Because Larflees is one of those guys that can go from absolute moron comedic relief to scary. The most dangerous character possibly in the Green Lantern universe is Larflees. You, what? Dude, you, you think Larflees is? Oh, I don't dude, think I you know. Need, you need to... You, you need, can take on the Guardian single-handedly. You're like a bad Johns, dude. I'm giving Jeff you a hard Johns. time. It's okay. I'm giving yeah, you a hard okay. time. You're my Larflees. <laughs> What's mine is <laughs> mine. Blake, answer Blake. the question. Okay. Um, You would think it would be Blue Beetle? Okay. It I was mean, a minute a, ago. A good, I, would say, I would say Blue Beetle and Booster Gold just so he gets said and because I love their bromance. So we'll go Blue and Gold, Jonathan. Larflees, me. What's... There's a lot, but if I had to narrow it down, don't make me laugh. If I had to narrow it down, get this guy a comb. Um, I really love. I know he's in the Arrow universe right now. I really love Mister Terrific. That's oh, perfect. That's a good one, he's though. a sign. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. That's like it, him. dude. And I think fair I play, dude. If I was fair talking play. to you fair or play. Jonathan about this, but I think Mister Terrific is the third, third or second, sp- third smartest, smartest yes. in the DC universe. Yes. We've talked about this, and too. he was a big part in Final Crisis. Yes, he was. Yeah. And, and 52. He, yeah, just Mr. Terrific and a Blue Beetle's cool, but don't like Ted Core's cool, but I love Mr. Terrific. He's an underused top level yes. character. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Totally. That's, that's a good question. That's a really good question. You went DC really on that one hard. Jeff Johns would have went crazy on that question. I'm going to go Marvel, go Marvel two ways because I. Okay. You you guys can rule on this because one of my favorite Marvel characters, and he's always, I mean, technically been a Beelers to me, but now he's in the movies, and that's Vision. Mm-hmm. Oh, love Vision's character. That's a good he's one now too. an A lister. Yeah. yeah, is he? Yeah, yeah totally. I think Vision. Right? I think when people know no. that name, you you yeah, need to. It's know. legitimately when he's good. in a movie. Vision's a little bit too. Yeah. I even think, like mainstream. Well, totally, even totally. like Nova. Right, so I had I had an obscure backup. Okay. Okay, and this is from when I was a kid, and I was like, what? I mean, this guy, he's dead now. But um, there, there was a character in the, in the Marvel Universe called Jack of Hearts. Oh, he died at uh, Avengers Disassembled. Yeah. Um, yeah, he got, he got laid waste by Scarlet Witch. Yeah. But dude was um, – dude looked like he walked off of a playing card. That was his costume. Had the little heart on his eye. Sounds awesome. Similar he had, to a DC. And, and yeah, the Royal Flush game. Yeah, he was yep. – what? The Royal the Flush DC, game. DC has Royal Flush game. Oh, oh. They have a president like, Superman. Sure one. Yeah. No. Um, no, in, in the Marvel Universe, he was this dude whose costume was like plane the, card, yeah. Yeah, the playing card getup. And he had, he was energy manipulation powers or something. That's cool. And I, it, yeah, he was really dumb. But I, I think I was always <laughs> like, man, he's got, you know, balls to walk around in a suit like that. He's kind of, you know, <laughs> but, it, you know, I, I, as far as an obscure character, Jack of Hearts, I thought was pretty cool. But, like, like I, would, I would go with Simon Williams too. I, I, That's I like, Wonder Man. I like perfect. Wonder Man. Oh, um, yeah. and and still and a perfect you know B lister to this day. All right, follow up uh, to Heather's question. She had a, she had a B side of her own for oh this question. Gosh. Favorite uh, B side villain. Oh, dude. mine takes the cake because it's already a villain. <laughs> yeah. So you, should I do a hero? You should do a hero. What? Because Larflees is a villain. Yeah. You said hero, and I. I yeah. I'm actually, yeah. I might know who he, who his hero might be, because we were talking uh, about this. You, you go ahead and go first. No, I, you were gonna say. Is it me? Yeah, okay, be hero. Yeah. For be me, him. be hero. Just in terms of awesomeness, man. 
I don't know. <laughs> Give me, can I come back to me? Come back to me. B villain, Blake. B villain. Yeah, Jonathan's gotta go next. Oh my god! I gotta think about it. Okay. Wow. Does it, okay. Sorry. Does I'm Maxwell sorry. Lord count if he's if he's now been referenced on a TV show? That's perfect that you he's, picked that. I love yeah. you so much, dude. It's either you could either pick that or Felix Foss, and I would kiss you on the mouth. All right. That's oh perfect. God. That's perfect. I wouldn't have complained. That's awesome um, that you oh picked Max. Well, Lord, that's perfect. Because well, he's the, the how I always thought of Maxwell. I mean, yeah, he does have powers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But he's always been like, I've always seen him as a wannabe Lex Luthor. Yes. He wants to be Lex Luthor so bad, but he can't quite get to the yeah. intellect level of Lex. Yeah. So that's what's always, I've always seen him as a B-level Lex Luthor. Mm -hmm. Very good. That's that's an excellent one. But wow. see, I they use him on Supergirl in the first season. I, I was like, oh my God, they went there, like kind of thing. Does he, he have the power. mind control power? Not yet. Okay. But I think it's coming. Very cool. But yeah. That's an excellent one, dude. For me, I'll go with, for hero, it's going to be Martian Manhunter, I think. Mm. I'll have to go with John Jones, dude. I thought you were going to say Mr. Miracle. He's Ooh. on TV. Ooh, that's a good one, too. That's that's it. That's, that's what I thought you were going to say. That's another good one. That is a good one. But, yeah, it's going to be Mr. Miracle's deep for you, though, but, dude. That's like. That's 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 the new gods and stuff, but Martian Manhunter is so cool, man. Yeah. I love the idea of that character. Yeah. What he's capable of. He's like the most powerful character in the DC universe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's pretty awesome. Roger, who are you going to say for your villain? You're just buying more time, aren't you? B villain, I'm probably going to go just because I thought it was like the I know who it is. The coolest power set. Oh, never mind. I don't know. You don't know who it is. <laughs> I thought it was somebody else. It might, it's probably as good, but Absorbing Man. Oh, oh that's a good, I thought yeah. it was going to be a nihilist. Yeah. Uh, well, no, the, that's I, what I was, was going to say. No, say a nihilist, but, I, but I'm, I'm conflicted. I'm like because he's my favorite villain, hands down. But nobody, and I'm like, people know about it. I know, yeah. I know. Um, I, I would say an island, but to me, he's an A-lister. Yeah, he's he like almost, borderline. He almost <laughs> took over the entire Marvel universe. You know, for, yeah. I mean, for me, he's an A-lister. Yep. For everybody who doesn't know him, you yeah. know, you can call him my favorite. No, he's not a B-side. No, <laughs> no, he's an A-lister, and he's like one of the baddest villains. So I can't, I can't say an island. I got to go with Absorbing Man. Got it. Because yeah. Okay, so it doesn't matter if they've been on a TV show? No, apparently not. Captain Cold. Really? There's a, on on John's run, when he was doing 52 and he yeah. did The Injustice. But he's kind of well known. Okay, okay, okay. The, if you're, if he's we're talking the, the leader of the rogues. All right, that's true, yeah. that's true, that's true. Um, actually, I'm going to say, um, not Cap, not Captain Boomerang, and but. Anton Arcane. No, 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 no. Matt will know this. The Nick Spencer's run on Superior Spider-Man. Remember that? Superior Foes is or Sorry, Shocker? Superior Foes. Not Shocker. Uh, Boomerang? Guy, Boomerang. 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 God. Do you really? That was a fun <laughs> bug, dude. <laughs> that was a fun bug. <laughs> Blaine just almost wow, vomited. Really? It was a tough, that was a tough one for me. I read that series and it was a... You didn't think it was funny? Nick oh, Spencer, man. Okay. There's <laughs> a lot of uh, Breaking Bad I, references. I feel like I need to think harder to, to, to get even more... It's a good one. I, I was going to say Superboy Prime, but I can't say that he's a B-lister. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. That's like he's, the most ultimate yeah. villain ever. Yeah, not when you're when you're the main villain of an, of a classic epic of like multiple story. classic yeah. epics. Yeah. You yeah. can't pick him. Um, so I had to go with with uh, yeah with Larflees. Okay. Still a good pick though. I, yeah. All right, that's it, right? I think that's it. All right. Uh, well, we need Please. more reviews yes. on iTunes. We know you guys are, you know, there's people that have listened that uh, that have not reviewed us on iTunes. What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. leave us a five-star review. On. I know we'll you're on iTunes. Out. Yeah, we'll give you a shout-out. Tell them, Blake. <laughs> yeah, guys. 
That was so threatening. Guys, I haven't left a review either. I can't, <laughs> I can't figure out iTunes reviews. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. really? You haven't? I need, it to, won't let well, me I need to throw this out there, too, because I'm a couple weeks behind, and I'm, I'm very remiss that I, I forgot to give out a oh, shout-out to, shout to our recent to our subscribers. Uh, Patreon subscriber, uh, Dan Michael McGill. Appreciate it, buddy. Uh, thank you, man. Thanks for coming on, bro. Thank you. Um, the, the vinyl sticker should be in tomorrow, as long as UPS is, mm. is running. And Ben pay IOU stickers, they're coming. There nice. you go. Get ready. Everyone else, uh, patreon.com slash allstarcomicspodcast. Go yeah. check it out. You whoop, whoop. Cool videos and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that whoop whoop right there. Whoop, whoop. Raise the roof. Again, ICP boy. in the house, dude. Yeah. What's up, Violent J? Wow. Okay. Um, all right. So if you want to keep up with uh, me and all the happenings, uh, I am on Twitter <laughs> at St. Jonathan. That, threw and, that was a bad yeah, movie. That I mean, threw you off right yeah, there. It did. Sorry, it's, it's, this whole night's been a throw off. What are you talking about? No, the, dude, tell us about the happenings. No, nope. <laughs> <laughs> no I want to hear about it. <laughs> anyway, at St. Jonathan on Twitter and Instagram. I'm on Facebook as well, just not as active. Blake. I'm at Blake Starling at Pro Murmuring. If you can spell it, you can follow. <laughs> Don't ask why. I just felt it was cool. On he practiced Twitter. that. You can tell. You I'm practice. off the grid. Did you practice I did that? Practice you did. Huh? Like five minutes in the mirror. That's good. I really gotta pee. You're just pro- again. <laughs> You've got like the bladder of an 80 year old man. All right, Blaine. <laughs> uh, it's my name, Blaine Longjohn, at Facebook or Twitter. That's about just it. Just look for the Green Lantern. Yeah, it's usually Avatar. Green Lantern. Yep. Yeah. Roger, it's at Horizon Comics on Instagram, Twitter, like Horizon Comics everywhere. on Facebook. Uh, Matt. We're everywhere. Black Monday Murders. Hydra 5 5. Hit me everywhere. Thank you guys for listening into our, our, our anniversary issue, our anniversary episode, yep. uh, number 25. It's our uh, anniversary, okay. Oh, it is in comics. <laughs> it's our Christmas episode, but it's, it's not Christmas yet. It's Christmas episode. Christmas Shout out to Roger. Shout out to Roger. Thank Shout you, Roger, Roger, for uh, for allowing this yes. to ever exist, accepting because and allowing this this buffoonery that's befallen this, this the shop been an this absolute, evening. Yeah. Well, you got a guy dressed up in women's PJs right now sitting <laughs> at the right. table. Blaine, and you're not the one that has to edit this episode. Just let me know, buddy. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we yep. did. Love you guys. It. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next week. I love you, Roger.